Welcome back, boys. It's the HFFL Pod, 4th of July edition. Uh, we got the Lynches here. We got Kellen and Brendan. Fellas, how you guys doing? Doing good. Happy 4th, boys. Good. I'm glad to get a pod going again. Brendan is sober. This could be a problem. Not really. Oh, Wait, oh I didn't know it was really. that bad. Okay. 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 He's feeling all right. I know you're slacking. I know you're sober. Not, We're throwing not, the S word around? He's not that drunk. <laughs> So this one's going to be a little bit more off the cuff. Uh, we got some good notes here, but uh, let's be real, nobody actually made any. So we just have yeah. notes to follow. So uh, we're going to go over uh, the recent trades. We're going to put the HFFL into tiers going into the offseason here. We start in, what, 10 days? Um, and then we're going to discuss some of these rule change ideas, break them down a little bit, some pros and some cons, and we'll go from there. Um, so here we'll start with our recent trades. So our first deal here is Walt getting Michael Thomas. Uh, Tech McKinley and two fourths for Terry McLaurin from Mike, uh, Tyler Higby and Yannick Ngakwe. Brandon, what do you think about that deal? I think Walt had a really good young wide receiver core about ten months ago, and he was trading that away for I don't know what Michael Thomas do we get? That's that's the big thing in this trade. If it's Michael Thomas two years ago when he was rolling with Drew Brees, great. Walt got a real good piece there. If it's Michael Thomas, yeah, he played, what, four or five games, whatever. Still, I, I don't think he played more than that, didn't he? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. It wasn't much. It wasn't yeah. much. Okay. Sorry. 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 Still, it's, I don't know. Especially with the quarterback situation there. I don't love, have a lot of faith in Michael Thomas going forward. Tack McKinley hasn't shown much this the last few years. He was hurt most last year with 88 points. Um, played 14 and 2019. I'm sorry, 14 in 2019 he scored 88 points. Uh, last year he was hurt most of the year, so he got even less. So I'm not a fan of his. Um, on the other end, I do love Terry McLaurin going forward. He still doesn't have a quarterback, but I think that's a real good young piece for F1. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan has more notes than I thought. I, I was just going to say, I thought we were unprepared for this, and Brendan's like reading off a laptop. Uh, new year, you knew me. He's I, back. Got, I was. He's got stats and stuff. I couldn't follow along like, with what he had prepped. Go ahead, go um, ahead. So, Brennan, you said something like um, something along the lines of like, you don't have faith in Michael Thomas, and to me that sounded crazy. But at the same time, I kind of agreed with it. Like, I don't know what Michael Thomas is going to be. I like, had the same discussion with Mike. Mike it, was trying to sell him to me. And it's I was super like, I don't tough. Know where to go? It's really tough. Like. Two years ago, he was wide receiver one by a landslide. That was I, I almost mean, 400 points two years yeah, ago. Yeah, something so like that. It was insane. So stupid. Like, you PPR'd everyone to death, and he... Had 148, 49 catches, whatever it was. It was stupid. Yeah. It was crazy. And you wouldn't think he, like, a quarterback change would just kill his value like that, but, I mean, we don't know what he is. I mean, people were burned by him last year. I I was burned by him last year in a, in a redraft league by taking him in the first round. I'm kind of on the fence on him. So it sounds like crazy. Like, you said it, and I was like, well, that sounds harsh, but I agree. Like, I don't know what Michael Thomas is going to be. So um, that's kind of like the centerpiece of the trade to me. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I feel like it's pretty close of a trade, but I think I'd rather be on Mike's side of this getting Terry McLaurin. And I don't know. People know the moves I've made this offseason. Kind of getting younger uh, has been my – theme of the offseason, uh, be it uh, correct or not, uh, the, the, the right strategy to have or not. But, um, you know, Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, 
kind of an exchange of quality wide receivers here. Thomas is a very popular bounce-back candidate, while Terry McLaurin looks to kind of be the up-and-coming guy, kind of poised for a big breakout. You know, Brennan mentioned he doesn't have a quarterback, but uh, Fitzpatrick, he's getting older, but he kind of tends to lean on one and uh, two guys in the offense. You know, he, he's got his guy, he's got his 1A and his 1B, kind of wherever he goes. So we'll see, you know, I, I would expect McLaurin to be one of those people. I think he's going to get a lot of volume ahead in his way. But um, I don't have much to say about, like, Tack McKinley. He's kind of interesting. I know uh, Clowney is in Cleveland. Um but with rotations or whatever, I think the D end opposite of Miles Garrett does have a good chance of producing. Um, and Brennan, I know you're you're close to that situation having Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, um, Higby and Ngakwe in the two forts. I don't see as huge factors either way here. It's hard for me to kind of analyze those two hardcore because it's see, and I think Mike, see more like depth pieces there. I think yeah, Mike likes I Higby. I think he's playing the Stafford will throw to a tight end. Sure. They're gonna, you know, Gerald Everett's gone, so we're gonna pick up the the, the stat. I, I get what he's doing. I think the five games that Higby didn't have Everett, he was insane uh, two years ago. But I don't know. For me, <clears throat> Michael Thomas could be the wide receiver one. I don't think Terry McLaurin has that upside. McLaurin's only two years younger. Um, I actually kind of like this deal for Walt. So, but we'll see. So two on one here, Walt. Fair enough. Let's yeah. see where we go with it. It probably sounded like I felt more strongly about it than I did, but I'm really, <laughs> I'm really kind of on the fence about the trade. Uh, the next trade is a guy who's getting passed around like Ryan's 2019 first. Uh, Nick Chubb goes from Hagerman, or no, Hagerman gets Nick <clears throat> Chubb uh, from Corey Stevens, uh, and Corey Stevens gets 1.03 and 1.09. What do you think about that, Kellen? Yeah, let me see my, my half-assed notes here. So, um, again, I kind of like, I, I, well, especially on this one, I really like both sides, so. Um, this is exactly the trade that Corey Stevens needed once he acquired Nick Chubb from whatever dumbass dealt him the first time. Oh, wait, that was me. Uh, good on Corey for turning one asset into two assets. Um, well, it's going to be two rookie assets, which is what he needs, and they're going to be two high rookie assets at that. Um, yeah, Corey Stevens did good for himself here, but uh, so did new guy Corey, uh, who got a uh, lock it in set it and forget it rookie or not rookie but running back one that um i guess i didn't have any room for on my team but um no good trade for both uh uh, uh new cory is here to play which yeah. i like seeing from a new guy he ain't here to play school what do you think brennan yeah so when uh cory stevens uh just call him cory with the k from here on out there you go when he tra- traded for chubb i didn't understand it why are you trading Najee harris and I didn't either. I was pumped, though. For a guy, what, going into year four? Yeah. Four? Yeah. Something like that. contract year, yep. So, I don't know. Just, we know how traditionally. Classic Kellen. <laughs> we know how it works out with running backs three, four years into the into their career. It doesn't pan out well, usually. They get paid the big bucks, and then they die. So, flipping, <laughs> flipping shove for two first-round picks, I love it. Uh, I, I think, I don't know if Corey with the K had this plan going in when he traded for Chubb or if that's just how it worked out, but I think he's looking real good in this draft now. Um, Corey with the C, though, I, I like this move. Like Kellen said, he's got, um, he's got a pretty good roster, so we'll see what he can do with it. He's um, playing for keeps. Yeah, I think he's got some, some pretty good depth now um, at, at that position, so we'll see what goes on there. 
Yeah, I think Corey Stevens got a good deal. Um, but like you guys, I, I agree. Getting Nick Chubb is going to be a big boost for his team. That was a team that made the playoffs last year, too, um, even with Greg with an not, not setting the lineup component. every week. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good move there. All right, so then Corey Stevens take, takes that uh, that 109, and he sells that, the 2022 Walt first, and the 2022 Ryan second. He sells those to Julian, um, and he gets the 105. Brendan, what do you think about that deal there? I think for Corey, it's a pretty heavy price to move up five, four spots. Um, we'll get into team breakdowns later a little bit, but I think Walt's first is going to end up being a pretty good value next year. So, it's it's kind of steep. He's got a plan. I did the same freaking thing last year, though. Gave up a lot because I fell in love with the draft. And I think it's okay if you know what you're doing. We'll see what you do. I think Julian got pretty good value going back just four spots. Yeah. What do you think, Kellen? Uh, I think I pretty much agree with Brendan. I, I'm splitting hairs, but I like Julian's return on this. Uh, I'm pretty sure Corey has his eye on someone very particular with that uh, 1.05 pick. So good on him for taking action and going and getting his dudes, uh, which has been a common phrase this offseason. Go, <laughs> go and get your guy. I, I know that was uh, one of the very few compliments to <laughs> what I did in the offseason. Um, Julian drops back four spots this year, which I think bumps him down a tier in this rookie class, but 1.09 is still a very solid pick. And he gets Walt's first next year, which, sorry, Walt, I think it's going to be probably a very high pick next year. I agree. Um, so um, he'll probably have uh, he'll have a, a later second-round pick in next year's draft at his disposal, too, um, uh, with, uh, with Ryan's second coming back to him as well. So I think Julian got some value here. I, I think it was probably a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. I agree. So we Kellen had mentioned... Um, the draft starting at 103. Draft starts at 103, boys. That's right. Just picture it in the in the Kellen voice there. <laughs> Actually, it does I think it starts too. at 107 now because you've got Kellen taking Jamar Chase and Najee, and it will be in that order. Let's be real. Everybody knows that. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so then Corey turns around. He takes Pitts. He takes Travis Etienne, and he takes uh, Javante Williams. So there you go. Now we're on to six. Walt definitely takes uh, Devontae Smith. So whatever Walt does at seven, which that's kind of a great value for a Heisman running uh, wide receiver. Yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, good for Walt. So draft starts at one hundred and seven, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next trade. Um, look, Brendan's here to tell us about it. Brendan gets Julio four hundred three and Walt's twenty twenty two third, and Kobe gets Brendan's twenty twenty two first and second. Callan, go ahead and tell us tell us your thoughts here real quick, and then we'll have Brendan kind of break it down what happened here. All right, let me get my notes here. So, um, man, do I even have this one? If you don't, that's okay. We'll just let Brendan tell First us. First time it. doing a pod. Yeah, maybe you go ahead. While let me he's try looking, we'll just explain. If it sounds like World War Three, it's because we're taping in a garage during Fourth of July fireworks. <laughs> There's definitely mortar shots going on. Oh, I outside. found it now. But yeah, go ahead. All right. So obviously, I gave up a <laughs> I'm really. A Heavy price to be the first. Okay, kill that bug. I don't know what that is. Oh, that was Probably, yeah, I'll be bug. the first one to tell you. There's a gross bug crawling around. Going through a beer can. He's injured. He's not dead. He's limping away. Finish him. Finish him. Uh, I can't. I have nothing else to throw at him. I'm not foot. getting up. That's oh what I'm Oh, my God. God. 
He'll be alright. Anyway. He's gonna go attack Sam. By the way, Sam's dying. Uh, oh, Sam, yeah. Like, you need a Sam's, new person for the league. Sam's in the other room, been on his deathbed. Guy drank way too much today. He, he was a toast by like 6 p.m. <laughs> Poor guy. Anyway, so the Julio trade. So I'll be the first one to tell you I gave up way too much. But looking at my roster, I, I really like where my roster was, except missing like a uh, wide receiver two. Um, so I think getting Julio, obviously he's got some questions, Mark, moving to a new team, if he can stay healthy. How's Tannehill going to do throwing to him? Uh, I still think that gives me the depth at that position I need uh, and hopefully gives me at least a few years with him. So, gave up a lot. Kobe, who I think is in rebuild mode. Did you say Julio's a depth guy? No, is that what I heard? Depth by letting me move yeah, other okay, players okay, down. Okay. I, I get where you're going. But yeah, it gives me a top two starter. I, I love, hope so. I love the move. I love uh, it. I, think he, I did too. I think it solidifies what was already a playoff team. And maybe even bumps you up a tier. We'll find Woo! out here in a bit. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> you going to go ahead and chime in, or do you want to just move like that? Move yeah, I, I don't think Brennan got fleeced or anything. Uh, it's a big price tag for a 32-year-old wide receiver, uh, but it's Julio freaking Jones. So um, I think I give Kobe the very slight edge, uh, but Brennan really makes it close by getting like a, a 20, 22 Walt third coming back his way. Right. Um, Colby by an edge, but good work by Brennan on going and getting a stud. So, I hope he plays more than he played last year, which I think was nine games when I, I checked it out really quick. So, um, I, I do genuinely hope he plays more than that. He stays healthy, and I think he only scored three touchdowns last year, too. Um, but it's, it's going to be kind of a rejuvenated Julio, I think, too. And it's Julio Jones on top of it anyway. Now, I, I think it was a good move by you, Brendan. I mean, value-wise, I think Kobe gets the edge, like I said. But, uh, man, Kobe's got a whole new team thanks to the Lynch clan, huh? <laughs> I like you going for it, though. It reminds me I of do too. a couple, I, do too. Um, I think it was three or four years ago now. It was right before uh, Scott had really started to be something. He tra- I traded him a first for Jordy Nelson in, like, his age 31 season. I was just going after the title. Like, mm-hmm. what are, if you win a title, this trade's worth that ten times over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's hands down, no problem. Now, if you don't win a title and you end up third, fourth, fifth place or something, then yeah, obviously you can second guess it. But I love going after it. I when love Brendan just throws shit. caution to the wind and just tells He's everyone just to like hold his dick and he just, <laughs> like with conviction goes and makes a move, I just love it. Like uh, when he drafted Kelvin Ridley, I I, I forget oh, who yeah. else was on yeah, the board. We ripped, but him. we were here yeah. at the cottage. Yeah, because yeah, it was and, a, it was a reach compared to what you know. Yeah, everybody what, said should happen. I forget what it he was. He went over DJ Moore. Yeah, uh, he went ahead of a couple running backs. Everybody thought would go ahead, and this guy just like, nah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, he did it, and holy shit, he looked like a genius now. So, do you want to trade Calvin Ridley now? No. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a third for Calvin hey. Ridley. Four first. Four first. If I had it, I'd consider. I know, like when Brennan has conviction, he makes a move. It tends to work out, honestly, and I'm, it makes me a proud big brother. As he, <laughs> he's, he just gave me double. Double flip me off so, for everyone who can't see right now. So. All right, next trade. Corey Steven gets Joe Burrow. Uh, Brent, shit, Brennan's in it again. Brennan gets 308 and 2022 Corey first. Could this be the 101? Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll find out. Brendan, how did this go down? So I needed Joe Burrow for one week last week, last year, and it was Josh Allen's bye. I put Joe Burrow in. I had a deal in place, I think, with either Kobe or 
Korean. Maybe I'm making this up, but I thought I had to deal pretty much <laughs> with somebody. On the, the one time I actually played Joe Burrow was the same week he got hurt during Josh oh, Allen's bye. So he got me 10 points. I lost that week, which probably kept me out of the playoffs because of that one fucking week, and then I couldn't trade him. I've been trying to trade oh, him ever so since. Mad. I love Joe Burrow, but I don't need him. So I've been trying to trade him all offseason. I came close a few times. He has yet to talk to me about Joe Burrow. You don't, you, you you don't have five quarterbacks. Yeah, you don't think I'd be interested in LSU Heisman quarterback, though? No. Okay. No, probably not. You're trash. Anyway, <laughs> as Jimmy mentioned, Corey, I know you disagree, and we'll get into it a little bit more later. Let's be honest. This is probably 1.01 to 1.03 range. Probably 1.01. And I can't, I can't turn that down. He, he drove a hard bargain. I tried getting a second out of him. He wasn't going to do it. In addition to the first? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Herbert, he's trying to get that Herbert money. I don't blame him for not, but and it worked. Your tactics worked. So you kept your second, <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, that Corey first. So pretty much I got rid of a couple of picks next year, and I got rid of a, a bench guy, and I think my team is better now because of with the Leo and the Joe Burrow trade. So that's a future me problem with the lost picks of next year. <laughs> we'll figure it out then. <laughs> nice. I think um, I already upgraded my first, though. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're okay. What do you yeah. think, Kellen? I mean, well, so the book is out, and the Lynch family hates having any kind of positional depth on their fantasy <laughs> roster. So, um, I mean, it'll come, come to shock to nobody that uh, I love me some Joe Burrow and um, – uh, you know, with the LSU connection, but Brendan, this honestly, I thought this was a sick trade by you. So you got your horse and jo- horse in Josh Allen um, already. You sold high on a QB in Joe Burrow, uh, which is a position. A QB we're with stuck. a massive knee injury, by the way. Big Who didn't have that good injury. of a rookie year? No. Just saying. Oh, I like Joe Burrow. Oh yeah. But yeah oh, he still doesn't have protection, which well. If they went and got an old line, I might not have. Right, but Corey made this move. He made this move so that he didn't have to take Trevor, so he could take Javante Williams. So let me ask you this, though. Would you rather have Trevor or would you rather have Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow coming out last year? No, because that's Joe not what Burrow this is. Now? This is the Joe Burrow today. This is Joe Burrow who just added Jamar Chase. They just added Burrow. a second-round lineman. Oh, added really? Riley Reef. He still thinks it's Burrow. Okay, so I'm not a big Trevor guy. Not a Trevor oh, guy. Oh, wow. Here we go. I think Trevor's a little over. I, like I, I still think I would take Trevor. I mean, because that, that knee injury is scary. Yeah. That scar is all of, like, eight inches. So, oh, Mr. Yeah. Physical Therapist. Yeah. He's we fine. have a physical therapist here who made the trick. He's a doctor. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Okay. okay. I, I, I hope so, as a guy who is very heavily invested in Jamar Chase now. Um, I, I hope he's all right. But, um, I, I mean, you, you, you sold very high, though, on a quarterback – which, I mean, positionally with fantasy football, no, yeah. good studs at QB come a diamond dozen these days. Right, and if that top QB gets you either the number one wide receiver or the number one running back next year, it's a slam dunk, mm-hmm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. Um, so next trade is, I got it, is Jim gets Henry Ruggs and 2.12. And Corey gets Rojo. Kellen, start us off. Oh, man. Game. So I don't even have notes on this one, but... Um... 
Jimmy, I'm surprised you got rid of Rojo. He walked away to get a drink, but... Or pee. Um, uh, what? Yeah. Or he's peeing. Yeah, one of them. Um, it just... Yeah, still so um, and Ruggs, Ruggs is a very popular kind of buy low candidate in this offseason. Rojo's better than Fournette. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Rojo's better than Um. Well, thank you. We got new drinks. Hey, Ron. Sorry for the, yeah, been a little By the way, we have the worst drinks in the world. Yeah, it's, we it's, got poor selection. We, yeah. I, I we was playing this. A couple years ago, we get all the, you can drink Bud Light at the cottage. For life, BLFL. Out of Bud Light. Well, so, did you say that? Because I saw like four Bud Lights. <laughs> yeah, there are like four out there. Yeah, someone told me they were out, but yeah. I guess we didn't know that. BLFL. Drinking Kirkland Seltzers, and they're like the three worst kinds. I got grapefruit. I got a lime. I know there's like a mango. I'm still working on a grapefruit. Which I'm not a big fan of. Grapefruit sucks. Grapefruit's yeah, terrible. Not and then black cherry, which is fine. <laughs> So, anyways, I've rambled on it long, uh, long enough. Whoa. What did you think about, about this trade? trade? But um, so I, I like getting rugs and two point one two in this trade. Uh, rugs, I think, is going to turn into something. I think he disappointed his rookie year, a- as anyone would. I think he was probably the fourth or fifth best wide receiver coming out last year, and he was drafted as the first wide receiver coming out because I think Vegas is a dumpster fire with <laughs> how that front office is running. Uh, and Rojo. I think he's a decent talent in a very <coughs> crowded backfield in Tampa. Uh, I like Jimmy's side of this, but go ahead. I've, I've babbled on long enough without really saying much on this one. What do you think? Yes, we forgot about this trade, just added it um, right before we started recording. I don't understand why Corey is getting rid of people. Young guys uh, yeah. for for older running backs and picks and picks. Yep, at two twelve you can maybe find a stud, maybe. That's a so, valuable pick. Yeah, rugs. You know, a little inconsistent. I get it. Um, Rojo is too though, so I think Jimmy gets the slight edge on this. And uh, I don't know if I were Corey, keep trusting the process and stocking up picks because you're. I don't think you're as close as you think you are yet. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so obviously for me, I liked getting you know, the first wide receiver taken last year. I like he's a decent size. He's got big hands. He's fast as hell. He's got the potential to be the number one on his team at the wide receiver position. Obviously, Waller's the number one target guy. But that 212, you know, I'm hoping to kind of parlay that in 207 into a first next year. So if you're interested, hit me up. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like that deal with Corey. Obviously, I wouldn't have done it. All right, so we're going to move on to the tiers. So we're going to have four tiers. The first is tier one. This is the dog shit tier. In tier one, the teams have zero chance Harsh. of making the playoffs. It, Harsh. It is, it's got to be said. It's got to be said. <laughs> they should sell what they have. They should go full rebuild. Or if they aren't already in full rebuild, <laughs> Corey, they should stay the course. <laughs> All right. Tier two. This is the, so you're telling me there's a chance tier. All right. Love it. Teams in this tier, they have a shot to make the playoffs, but they're going to need some work to get there. Uh, team tier three, this is the playoffs? You want to talk about playoffs? That's that tier. Um, that's tier three, like I said. And then tier four is the championship or bust tier. Um, these are these are the title favorites. Um, it would be massively disappointing if they weren't at least playing for that ship um, in the last week there. So, Brennan, why don't you go ahead and start us off. We're going to start off with the dog shit tier. Who is in your dog shit tier? If you want to start with whoever you think is your worst team, that's fine. Or if you just, let's just go with you name 
whoever's in your dog shit tier and why you think they're there. All of them? Um, how many time. do you got? Uh, four. Yeah, let's do one at a time. All right, first one is Corey. Uh, Corey, like I mentioned <laughs> earlier, I think you think that you're a little ahead of where you are, but I think you're looking good. Like, yeah, three picks. We know what you're doing with those three picks. I think in two, three years, we're going to be saying a different yes. story. But right now, try losing in another year or two. Keep going. Trust the process. I mean, now anymore. So keep, yeah, for sure, keep losing and give me that pick. Um, <laughs> just a quick breakdown. Um, uh, QB, you got Burrow, assuming he can bounce back. You're okay there. Uh, running back isn't great. Um, wide receiver, you're young, and there's some some good hope there. Uh, in tight end, I, assuming you're drafting Pitts, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I'd be curious to see what like the best rookie tight end has ever done in the NFL. Yeah. But it's Mike Ditka, statistically. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks, thanks yeah, I don't go, know. Shout out Good Morning Football for that stat. <laughs> Obviously, that guy's a stud, and I don't know. I don't know how much of an impact a rookie tight well, end can make. He was make a better coach than he was a player, so that, that's a the Bears. The Bears. Um, in defense, you got a lot of work to do, and as you mentioned in a previous pod, you're gonna put some work in in the later rounds. Um, but, yeah, you are, to me, the the leader of the dog shit tier. So <laughs> is, uh, is Corey in your dog shit tier? He is. is that, uh, yeah. So, so in no particular that. order, do you want me to no, list no, my just, Let's just talk about Corey, then. All right. So I have three teams in the quote-unquote dog shit tier, which is harsh. But um, So I also have Corey in there. But, again, in no particular order. But. Is there anything different about Corey's team than what Brendan said that you feel? Um... Man, let's see. Um, I kind of agree with a lot that, that Brendan said. I mean, you got a long ways to go still. I think you're somewhat headed on the wrong tr- or on the right track. I've questioned some of the moves, um, but that's the beauty of fantasy football is you do what you are feeling. I, Corey, I think you disagree with some of the moves I've made this offseason. So right. that's what makes fantasy awesome. So. Um, I, for now, I see you as the bottom tier. I'd keep accumulating picks if I were you, and uh, do do what's best for the future, not especially right now. So, and then for I, me, would, I, I, I would give a second thought about taking a tight end third overall. That's all I would what say. What if he takes him fifth? Yeah. <laughs> fifth's a little bit better, sure. But, I mean, take it from a guy who's drafted TJ Hawkinson, OJ Howard, and uh, I forget another guy. Uh, I've drafted three tight ends in the first round in my five or six fan, years in fan? this league, and then Hawkinson's the only one that really stuck and yeah. was hopefully somewhat worth it. So well, you drafted a Lions player. That's that's fair. And that was the one that may have panned out. Right. So. Uh, but yeah, keep that in hey, mind. It, it, he's the, you know. t- the tight end university champ, Stephen mm-hmm. Bell. To mm-hmm. you, baby. Back. Yeah, I and hope I, so. Yeah, I have Corey in my dog shit tier too. Um, but I, I agree with what Brennan said. I think because, again, we're doing potential points, typically a rookie running back that's not a Najee Harris, a guy who's drafted right into a bell cow spot, he's going to get a slow workload the first half of the year. Second half of the year, he's going to start getting more carries. And I do think that Corey will have a shot to take himself out of that 101 in that, like, week 12 to 16, 17, whatever, whatever we end up doing there. Um, But I think he's right there. I don't think he's any better than – the next two teams in this tier. So who is another team then, uh, Kellen, in your dog shit tier? 
So again, in no particular order, uh, I do have Walt. So um, don't really like the direction of Walt's team. Um, so so you don't like trading um, a top five pick, two top five picks next year for Daryl Henderson and Alan Lazard? No, I ah, don't. Okay. Okay. So I so I looked through the roster and Lamar Jackson, Michael Thomas, Blake Martinez. Those are the names of the players on Walt's roster that I'd be excited to have on my team. And, and maybe add Gronk to that list. So that's, that's three players. Uh, Walt's team needs a lot of work, and he only has 1.06 and 1.07 this year to do it, uh, to, to kind of add to his team, uh, and only a fourth next year. So if I were Walt, I'd be selling. And I feel like he's only been selling lately. Um, so it's kind of frustrating. Uh, I like Walt's outlook a lot more when he had C.D. Lamb yes. on his team. I'm not sure why he gave him up because he, he found a stud. C.D.T.D. C.D.T.D. And he was excited about him. He liked he was him. jacked about him. Yeah, but... Uh, Walt, that was without Dak for most of the year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? And, and, hey, as a Dak owner, Dak's the dude. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that, that one uh, that one was a little shocking to see. But uh, Walt might have the most grim outlook in my eyes for for this league so long term yeah like not just this year but in the future you know having only i think it was only a fourth next year that he's yep. got yeah like yeah he's got the sixth and the seventh this year and then a fourth next year i i think he already needs to look at trading six and seven away this year because he he's got nothing after that so well i wish you the best man but i don't, I don't like how your team's looking going in the future is he uh, in your dog shit tier? Yeah, Walt's in my dog shit tier. Um, I don't have much more to add with Kellen. Just some of the good players that he does have. Uh, like Chris Carson, he just gives off like his career is going to be short. He runs hard. And that's his, I think it's running back one. So things like that. Um, I think every position can use an upgrade. And he does not have the spots to that right now unless he starts trading so well give me all your players pay me back for that lamar rape about 12 <laughs> months ago um, which i'm very happy with still and let's let's make it right well um i i don't have walt in my dog shit tier but we'll, we'll talk about them that when he comes up um so kellen who else do you have then in your dog shit tier so i feel bad about this one but um I have Julian in here. So, um, Julian needs some things to happen. So, in Julian, um, I say no in no particular order, but Julian's on that fringe in my tiers where he could easily jump off the tier. Or to the two. Next. Okay. Ju- yeah. Okay. So, um, so, Julian needs Gurley to sign somewhere. Uh, I mean, this guy's a stud. He, he's going to have value somewhere, at, at least as a player. But as soon as he – I'm hoping for Julian's sakes that – that Julian signs somewhere. Wow, did I just totally buy that? <laughs> I'm hoping for Julian's sake that Gurley signs somewhere where he's usable, and Julian can then trade Gurley to a contending team for some kind of value. Um, I mean, Julian has a lot of picks, so I think Julian needs to accumulate more picks. I don't think Gurley's doing much good on Julian's team. Um, just kind of looking at at his team, I mean, you know, 
Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton at, at quarterback. It's you know no one really jumps off the page there. He's got Derrick Henry, which I think could get a whole lot of value, but he's really got you know he's got Josh Jacobs too, which I gave him. So you know I'm kind of eating my words here as I'm going on the fly. Like I said, we're we're doing this quickly without many notes, but um, I think Julian kind of needs to take a, a, a deeper look at his team and kind of see what he's doing. Is he going for it now, or is he looking for the future? I don't think he's got it together to get it done now. So Okay. Is Julian in your dog shit tier? Nope. Nope, he's not in mine either. That, yeah, I, I expected that to be kind of a harsh. No, that's, that's, yeah. that's fine. You don't, your tiers don't have to be the same. They shouldn't be the same. This is good. All right, do you have who else do you have then in your dog shit tier, Brennan? Uh, I got Kobe and I got Sam. Oh, okay. um, Kobe, I think made it obvious that he's trying to sell by giving me Julio. Yes. Um, so his team has like a month ago wasn't that bad, but I think he's gonna gradually try to sell more and more and get younger. Um, he doesn't really have a QB either. Rogers, who knows what he's gonna do? Um, well, he didn't uh, opt out. We passed that July second oh, date, true. so I that's good. About that. Um. So I guess he does. Either way, uh, running back, I think he's pretty weak. Wide receiver, kind of weak. Um, defensively, he's okay. But um, Kobe, I think, is still in sell now. And I think by the end of the season, he's going to be tanking for whoever is number one. I have no idea what next He doesn't have his pick. That's true. He traded his pick to Walt. That's Walt turned trade. around and traded his pick to... Oh, this was Daryl Henderson, so I'm not sure if this goes to Corey or if this goes to Julian. We'll have to look that up, but he does not own the rights to his own 2022 pick, which is going something. to be high. No, I agree with you. He's going he's gonna to sell. I, I also have him in my dog shit tier. I think he's going to sell everybody. I think Kenya Drake, Tevin Coleman, anybody that shows any ounce of value that isn't a young player, I think he's going to sell. Is he in your dog shit tier, Kellen? Sorry, who is this? Kobe. Kobe. No, he's not. He, he's one tier above. I would like to say above. one more thing about Julian. Just to... <laughs> just, just, no, you, just, Julian. just want to say that like, one more twist in the night. No, no, yeah, no. No. Like, it, no, it's the positive thing. He has so many picks. Oh, he's yeah. got... I think he's that, got this year and next year. year, he could... like I, I mentioned this briefly at the beginning. Like He could turn those picks into immediate players if he wanted to and jump up a tier or two. Mm-hmm. So, like, Julian, I feel like he's like, trying... I, to... I believe in Julian, too, yeah. as an owner. Like... I think he's playing both sides of the fence. I think yeah. he's riding with the team he's got. I think he's feeling it out. Yeah, and he's gonna yeah. he's gonna and see I, what I, he's looking yeah. like week eight, week nine. Mm-hmm. If yeah. he's got a shot, and if he doesn't, then he starts to sell. And if he does, then maybe he cashes a couple things in and goes. Yeah. But he's as, kind of in a spot to do that. No, exactly. Like as as things stand right now, I don't really like his team. But I mean, he could at the flip of a switch, right? Turn that around. So I mean, if Derrick Henry rushes for two K again, oh. I mean he's he's Which, tough to beat every week. Games this year, I think oh, he will. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> or right, very close. Right, so. right. But no, yeah. So the other team that you mentioned that you had in your dog shit tier was Sam, or Brendan was Sam. Do you have Sam in your dog shit tier, Kellen? No, I, I, I had three teams in my quote-unquote dog shit okay. tier. Okay, well, go ahead then, Brendan. Yeah, Sam's bad. <clears throat> Sam's real bad. Um, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so quarterback is fine with Herbert. He bought a gem in Herbert last year. No, he, tra- he, he traded Yeah, he, he traded, traded me for Herbert, yeah. But looking at his uh, running back, David Johnson, who currently doesn't have a quarterback, and they signed Rex Burkhead and Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay. Yeah. What, what did fantasy footballers say about them? Like, 
They just signed all oh, the veteran trash. running backs. They, I don't, they had a pun. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Yeah, but they, they had something clever. Yeah, it, it, that's a terrible running back situation. And that's his and best that, running back. Yep. They've got four and or five old running backs. Alexander back. Madison, Tony Pollard, Handcuff, and Jamal Handcuff, Williams Handcuff. as his uh, two, three, four. Yep. So I don't know what the hell he's going to do. I think he's got to wait first. By then, your real playmakers are going to be gone, so he's going to have to rely on getting that secret gem, which is hit or miss. Wide receiver, I traded him all my average guys last year, <laughs> and as well as give him some picks, and I don't know what he did with those picks, um, but he's not looking great there. He's got a lot of guys that I'd be comfortable as my second or third guys, but not much else. Tight ends, the average, and defense, defense isn't that great, so... I think Sam is going to really disappoint us all this year. And what, a, what a boner. <laughs> <laughs> as, he's, as he's dead in the other room. Yeah. Poor guy. Just kicking mice down. Yeah. But I agree. I, I have him in my dog shit tier. He's my third team. Um, I don't know who's going to be the one-on-one between him, Kobe, and Corey. But I do think it's locked in with those three. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with potential points, you can really kind of see when a team doesn't have depth. You know, and I, I love Herbert. But that his running backs that might be the Terrible. worst group in the league. That's bad. Yeah. And then defensively, he's not great. He was good at one point last year. Yeah. He just and then he fell apart. Here and there, he would have been And then fine. Zeke, you know, when Dak got hurt, Zeke died. Which and, you and just got to live Zeke with and roll into the next year. Right, but he, I mean, and he traded Zeke, and you know, time will tell if that was a good move or a bad move. What um, an idiot! I made every good move. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> I never made joke, any guys. mistakes. Wow. Zero mistakes. Yeah. Does anybody have anybody in their dog shit tier that we haven't talked about? I just got the four. No. Just the four. I, I had three. <clears throat> All right, so let's move up a tier then. So tier three is our, your, so you're telling me there's a chance mm-hmm. tier, Kellen. You can lead us off. Who's your Who's your team there? Uh, so I had Sam on one. He was the bottom guy Okay. Um, in my tier. I don't really have much to add. Okay, um, so let's go to somebody else then. Uh, let's go to, so I have Kobe. Brendan mentioned Kobe in his dog shit tier, so. Um, there must have been some kind of mix-up because MFL had a glitch or something, and all my players are now on Kobe's team. So uh, <laughs> we gotta get that <laughs> corrected. We gotta but, fix this. Yeah. So uh, Kobe had an uncharacteristic rough season last year, um, but he did pretty well for himself in some off-season trades. So um, I know I gave him a few pieces that are pretty damn valuable, and Kobe needs a little work on defense and at wide receiver. Um, his running back situation actually looks pretty okay, in my opinion, but um, I know a lot of people have some questions around, like, the Gaskins and A.J. Dillons of the world, but I like those guys. Um, they're, they're both fighting on the number two spots on Kobe's team after uh, Aaron Jones. Right. So, who, funny story, I also traded to Kobe years ago. So was that you? That was me. It was yeah. for a first, I, too. I got, I, I got some good value on yeah. that one. So. You got a first one. Um, we thought yeah, it was a great value. Yeah, so Kobe's in the, you know, he's he's – you know, competitive, but uh, I think he's uh, a little ways away. But. Right, but the moment that a contender loses their top running back, and it's going to happen, yeah. probably me with Joe Mixon, he might make it four games again, then I'm going to be knocking on his door like, hey, Aaron Jones, sure. let me get Aaron Jones off you. Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. I mean, he's got the guys to sell. Who? Who? Aaron Jones. Sure. So I, I, I think that uh, Kobe's in a nice spot. But So Brennan and I have him in the dog shit tier. Kellen has him in the telling us that there's a chance tier. So who do you have here in the town? So this is my biggest tier. Um, Mine too. I feel like I have most of the league in here. First one I'll go with is Rich. I think Rich is a little bit on the downhill. Um, 
it's still a good team, and I think he's a good enough owner where he can easily find a way to climb, keep climbing. Um, okay QB situation, I think good enough for fantasy. I'm not the biggest QB fantasy guy. Um, I think if you just have a guy that can get 20 points a game, you're okay, as long as some of your other position steps up. Running back's okay. Getting a little bit older. A couple of guys who might get moved to the second string role, like Melvin Gordon or Kareem Hunt. Um, so a little thin there on, on guys who are actually going to get the ball. Um, Josh Kelly, I think, might be a nice little piece coming off the IR for him, though. Wide receiver. Um, lot, let's say, kind of same as Sam here. He's got a lot of guys that I would like as my third option, but he's missing a true number two. I, I think um, it's kind of similar to the running backs, kind of just getting a little older and moving back on the depth chart. Um, uh, Waller at tight end, he's a, obviously he's got one of the best. And defensively, I think uh, is where he's hurt at the end and, and linebacker are a little bit weak compared to some of the other top dogs that I'm looking at. So uh, Rich, like I said, he's a good enough owner where he could easily move up, but right now I got him in that second tier. So Rich and I were, were bullshitting, talking trades uh, for a, a player, and he had offered me his second next year. And I was like, dude, I got you as a top four team next year. And he's like, dude, every time we're talking trades, you're, like, oh, you're a top four team, you're a top four team. So I, I looked through everything, Rich. I, I'm wrong. I don't think you're in a top four team. <laughs> I also have you in this tier of the you're telling me there's a chance. Um, I think Zeke can carry you. And obviously you're going to get solid production out of Melvin. You're going to get solid production out of Kareem. I do think it'll be a little inconsistent, but you're going to get some production. PPR wide receivers all over the place. Um, Waller's a stud. Defensively across the board, you're at that league, league average mark um, scoring-wise. So I think you're right there. You know, if, if Zeke comes back and Zeke is dominant, I think you're pushing for that sixth playoff spot. And then it's maybe well, – yeah, Zeke, Zeke's his lynch bid. Oh, no. Not, he, not yeah. to drop a pun with no. two lynch boys in the room. Hey. Also, no, fuck like, you, Rich, for staying oh. up till 4 in the morning with Kellen at Ryan's. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Man, me, and, you, me and Rich had some good Fuck talks, you. man. I had a good time with Oh, that. you guys just kept going and throwing shit at me. Man, dude, <laughs> I forgot we were throwing shit. We had so much fun. I had a that was such a I great time. Blast. What a great time. Um, is Rich in your... So you're telling me there's a chance tier? Rich is... So again, like Rich is like the fringe for my next tier. Okay. Um, but do you have him in the one above? Uh, the one above, but okay, yeah. you do have so, the one above. Okay. I, I, I went to take a piss real quick while Brendan was talking about God knows what. But, um, uh, I have, like, so Waller helps hide it to some extent, but Rich needs another dude at wide receiver. Um, yeah. And, you know, um, Lockett was, was really good until he got hurt. And I, and I, mean, I like rough. Lockett. I just don't know if. Like, DK just yeah. getting better and better. Who'd they add? And uh, the Western Michigan boy. Uh, Eskridge. E- Eskridge. Eskridge. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll see what he can do. I, I hope he's a stud. Uh, you know, he's on the Mac. But, um, you know, he could also use a, a little bit of an upgrade probably at linebacker. Um, overall, I, I think Richard seems really solid. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. It, like we kind of talked about, I think a lot depends on Zeke. Agreed. And I believe in Zeke. Uh so I, I think that's why I have him uh, rich in the tier above. And I think if I think for me, if Zeke was coming off a year where he was top three running back Zeke, top three overall yeah. player Zeke, sure. I would have him in the playoff tier for sure. 
But obviously, that old line's getting older. They seem to just be getting hurt more and more. Obviously, Dak was a fluke thing. I don't expect Dak to be injured anymore. Um, Gotta hope. No, but I mean, it's just, I think I think it's some recency bias on my end, having him here. Um, but but we'll see. We'll see where he goes. And he got Zeke at a nice price. He did not have to overpay. He, he actually got to pay Zeke down year price, which was nice. So, yeah. uh, if Zeke's a stud, Rich is, Rich is very tough to beat. All right, Callan, who else is in your... Uh, you're telling me there's a chance tier. Uh, I have Mike here. Okay. So Antonio Gibson aside, Mike's running back course had a really rough off season. Uh, Jags drafted Etn, so that can't mean good things for James Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damian Harris is not so slowly but surely stealing Sony Michelle's job up in New England. Mike has a nice wide receiver core with Mark Cooper, McLaurin and, and Bobby trees. But, uh, he also has no depth after that, that, you know, I really put any stock in. So, um, and he has no draft picks, so he'll have to get creative here with what to do there. And, and hopefully he stays healthy. The defense overall is pretty solid though. So it's too bad. He doesn't have the draft capital to either, um, draft some guys or, or make some moves for vets, but you know, he's got some holes and he doesn't really have the capital to, to fill those holes. So, that's why I slotted Mike there. I, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, Kellen almost, running back especially, you almost took the words right out of my mouth. Like, running back just took a hit with James Conner going to Arizona. I don't know. He traded for him, didn't he? Did Conner had him, right, Jimmy? No, not Conner. Um, that was Robinson. Robinson. He had Conner. Oh, he yeah. Had, oh, sorry. But, Did uh, I say Conner? No, I think you said it right. Oh, okay. Time. Connor, who knows who's going to get the bulk of the carries. Gus Edwards, who knows who's going to get the bulk. Goldman, assuming, assuming Saquon's coming back, isn't going to see much. James Robinson, they just got ETN. So running back is is not good. Le'Veon's not signed. He's also on the, the wrong side yeah. of his peak. Wide receiver, I think you did a good job getting some dudes. But um, like Kellen said, after those, those top three, which it's a really good top three. After those, though, not much to, to write home about. Tight end, you really need Ertz to, to kick in. Um, and defensively, I think you're doing all right. But this is something where you just need your guys, your starters need to be really good every week or else you're in trouble. So Yeah. Um, he doesn't have a lot of room for error uh, or yeah. for injury or anything like that. I think Mike's in the middle for of For bye week. weeks. Yeah, so I also have Mike in this tier. Um it's always it's funny to me too because Mike is one of the guys who's always bitching about the rules, like you know you gotta <laughs> you gotta can't fucking be taking advantage of the system, you know blah blah blah. This guy has forty fucking players on his roster, thirty three on his active. So you know like this guy, it just cracks me up as soon as he gets his own chance to take advantage. He hops right on like every one of us other fucking degenerates would do. That's what he's acting like he's you know Saint Mike over here. So fuck off, buddy. Saint. I love Gibson. Obviously, I regret that McCall Harbin trade. That one fucking sucks, looking back. But whatever. So Gibson's a good player there. I I agree with you guys. He needs some help. I think Connor will be, you know, week week to week, he'll be inconsistent, but I think he'll be able to help you to score touchdowns. Love his wide receivers. Very good at linebacker. Um, not as good as he was at DB, uh, losing John Johnson, but still a solid team. You know, he's he's going to be on weeks when everybody hits, he's going to be a very tough out, you know, and he's going to be a high floor team. So high floor teams have, have proven to be consistent and proven to be a force in this league if you can get to that 160 mark. So 
We'll see what Mike does here. He's like that team that like uh, Barstool likes to make fun of. Like, oh, they could make some noise. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, like, right. Yeah, who knows? They, they yeah, yeah. yeah, they could they could mess some people up. But yeah, I don't I don't consider him like a huge threat. But right. I don't consider myself a huge threat either. So. Right. All right, Brennan. Who else do you have in this tier? Got Kellen. Ooh. I think Kellen took a little bit of a step back, but long term yeah. gain. How po- dare you? Possibly. Um, his depth's gone. You had depth without any more. QB's fine, especially with Stafford. He's a, quote, bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. <laughs> Until he breaks his back and his wife bitches about something on Instagram again. <laughs> wow. Um, running back, he's got probably what's going to be at two good starters, assuming he's taking Najee. But after that, he's got Mike Davis. That's it. So one goes down, bye weeks start happening, he's in trouble. Um, wide receiver, assuming Jamar is coming up as advertised, this will be fine. Um, I still don't like the, the huge depth there, but I think he'll be all right. Um, tight ends in good shape defensively. I he needs some work. Um, I don't know what you have after the first round, but I think defensively you really need to go make a push. I know you're trying to get a D end out of me, and that's not happening. Um, so well, I want Chase Young or Miles dude. Garrett. Yeah, yeah, that's not happening. Remember that time you cut Miles Garrett? <laughs> dude, that was I like, was so scared. Up, Rich. Rich, he beat me. He beat me. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think Kellen took a step back this this year. There's there's nothing after his starters, and that's gonna hurt. So I think Kellen's gonna miss the playoffs. Do you have yourself in this tier? I do. You do. Yep, I, I agree, unfortunately, with a lot that Brendan said. Um, I made kind of a conscious move to take a step back here. So, uh, you know, it was the weekend that we moved Colleen out of South Bend, and I had a lot of time in the car by myself to <laughs> ponder after sending a couple feeler texts out to both Kobe and Corey about 1.01 and 1.02. And after three hours, three and a half hours in the car alone, I was like, you know what? I want Jamar. <laughs> and I want and I want Najee. So I kinda made the decision, you know, we're gonna make this happen and for whatever reason I justified it in my head to let's push the window out. You know, maybe the window isn't right now. I think I overachieved a little bit last year by making it to the semis. Um didn't put up much of a fight in the semis and kind of laid over in the in the consolation game, but um, so yeah, I, I think the time was right to not rebuild but retool. So um, that's kind of what I did. I got younger. I, I traded a lot of. Uh, I remember this time last year we did our team reviews. I looked at my own team and I said, you know what, I got a lot of like I got a lot of depth guys, some PPR guys, some. A lot of like slot guys and you know useful guys, but I don't have dudes. Right. So I was kind of tired of that because I I just kept accumulating jags, just a guy. Um, and I had one. I had picked one point eleven this year. You know what? What am I going to do with that? I don't consider this a particularly deep draft. So what? What was I going to do? Get just another guy. So I I kind of. You know, again, I, this is how I justified it. You know, I, I could have 
picked just another guy and added to the depth of the guys that didn't really make a big splash, or I could have made a big splash and went and traded up for Jamar Chase and Najee Harris and kind of retooled for the next five years there. So that's really what I wanted to do. So, I, I yeah, you know, I'm not a contender this year. That's what I did. I, I took myself out of contention. I probably could have sold my future assets and got some players, got some badass dudes that are veterans at this point. But I kind of want to build a dynasty. That's that's what I'm going for. Um, and we'll see if it ever happens or if I just retool again in two or three years. But, um, that, that, you know, I, I wanted to reopen the window for a little bit down the road. So um, I overpaid for pick 1.01 and 1.02. I think so? Yeah. <laughs> But you know who else overpays? Ferrari owners. <laughs> Ferrari so, owners. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I hope that I own two brand new shiny red Ferraris and Najee Harris and Jamar Chase, but time will tell. So, broom, broom, motherfuckers. <laughs> You've got a Fiero and a Explorer you're borrowing from your sister and brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, as I currently don't Rock Chalk Trailhawk, though. Yeah, Rock Chalk Trailhawk. We'll see how it goes. So I Jamar the Jeep. But, I yeah. don't have you in this tier. You're very I, generous. I have you in the next tier. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, but do you guys have somebody else in this tier, Brendan? Do you have somebody else in this tier that you want to? Yeah, like I said, I got, this is my biggest one. So I have one, two, three more people. Okay. Whoa. Um, first one's Julian. So Julian is actually my surprise Thank team. Yeah, I feel like such a dick for <laughs> Julian. <laughs> Julian, I Julian, think he's I taking, you, man. I think he's taking it back. Fuck with you. Yeah. I think he's taking it back. You no. pissed him off at Logan's or Kennedy's birthday party. No, I have so much fun with Julian. <laughs> what the hell do you do? Um, no, I think Julian could be a surprise team this year. Um, quarterback's a little scary. He's got Derrick Henry. That one of those helps. guys yeah. could very easily end up being oh, good enough. Um, he's also got a ton of picks, so he can pick someone up along the way. Um, running back is thin, but the guys that he does have is good enough. Derrick Henry and... Josh Jacobs, uh, Todd Gurley. Hopefully, will sign. I don't know what they report. I on. think he will in training I camp too, and I think he can be effective. I think he's gonna he's ruin. He's gonna ruin somebody's backfield. He's gonna sign with like Miami or something. Kill Miles Gaskins' value. Yeah. Get yeah. two hundred carries. He's gonna average three point eight a carry. He's gonna have ten touchdowns. He's gonna be decent for fantasy. Just enough to fucking screw everyone over, mm-hmm. but be solid as is running back three. So I, I agree with you, Brendan. I also have him in this tier. Yeah. Um, wide receiver, you got a lot of good names. Some of them are getting a little bit up there, but I, I think you can figure out a trio every week um, to be competitive. Tight ends are right. Defense, you could use some help, but you've got a ton of picks here, um, I think. I think you've got a lot of second-round picks to find some value. If you hit on a few of those guys, I think you can jump a tier. I think you could be a playoff team, no problem. So Julian could go either way for me, but... Right now, I have him in that tier two, um, potentially making playoffs if he plays his cards right. I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but part of the reason why I put Julian in my bottom tier is like, I think he has like. This is really hurting his feelings. No, like I, I love Julian, man, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I believe in Julian as an owner. I, I think it's like in his best interest to like sell off and just rebuild. So Kellen yeah. hates your beard. He hates <laughs> your face. No, I'm just jealous uh, of his beard. He's really yeah, boy, blue. sick of seeing you. No, I agree with Brendan. Um, I do have Julian in this tier. Obviously, he'll go as Derrick Henry goes. If Derrick Henry goes nuts, Julian's going to be a tough out every week. 
I think the Josh Jacobs hate has gone too far. Um, I still think he's a solid top 15 running back. He's going to be ho-hum. Nothing spectacular, but he's going to be good. See, that's where I'm rooting against Julian because I hate Josh Jacobs. <laughs> I was so he happy just, here. Yeah. I mean, well, last year he had what, that like first week of the year, he had like three touchdowns, and then he was just never quite the same. Yep, I'll take care of that. Um, so, I mean, he's got Mike Evans. He's got solid wide receivers. He's got a decent defense. Janu, I think he got a big deal there from, from New England. I think he'll be okay. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what he does at quarterback. I have a feeling he's probably going to draft somebody. You know, I think he's got a lot of picks. He can really fix that defense up. Mm. And really, in one draft, he could turn that defense around completely. So um, I like the direction he's going, and I think he's in a spot to kind of play both sides of the fence here. Julian's right. going to slaughter me by 80 when we play against each other this year. And then he's going to beat your ass on top of it. <laughs> and then he's going to beat my ass in person. Julian's going to turn into me and Ryan, where Ryan's just <laughs> speaking truth and doesn't like much. And then I just have a personal vendetta against him. Fuck right. Goddamn milk bag, Bobby. <laughs> oh, wait, before you pause it. So, I don't know if you guys listen to Spit and Chicklets, a hockey podcast on Barstool. We're probably the only one. That's where I get the milk bag. Body. Fuck, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guys absolutely butchered it the last time he said it, too. <laughs> Just like so, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say, but. No, 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 yeah, no, no, he completely no, no, said, like, uh, milk big body boots. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, big chicklets. Fun story. That's awesome. Oh, I got me in tier two, too. Brandon, who else? Oh, you got yourself, and who else in tier two? Um, yeah, so me. Um, you want me to talk about me real yeah, quick? Talk so, about me. Yeah, I love talking about me. Um, I'm really excited about my team going forward. I think I still need a year or two, but overall, I think I'm getting there. Jimmy, I remember you talking, uh, last year at the end of the year that my team was like the hottest in the playoff, but not making the playoff. Um, and to me, that just means the talent's there. They just need to find the consistency and that's not surprising considering how many rookies I've just relied on. So going forward, um, I don't have really any picks. My team's pretty much going to be as is going into this year. But now I have Corey's pick next year. I think this year if I could maybe squeak into the playoffs and then next year get a high Corey pick. Um, I think we're talking next year. QB, I think I'm there with Josh Allen. Um, running back is really young. Uh, Montgomery's going into year three. Really young. Your running yeah. backs are built. I, I need more of them. The future. Um, Wide receiver, I think, is one of my weakest overall positions. Wide receivers are built for now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but with Julio, and then there's a big drop-off after my top three, I think. Yeah. Um, tight end's a little sketchy, too, with Rodgers potentially not playing. I don't know what's going to happen with Tunyon or Smith. Um, I don't know. I saw a weird quote that they might rely more on the CMU boy. What's his face? Oh, yeah. Who I actually oh, drafted boy. Like four years ago. What is his name? I can't remember uh, now. Oh, man. I can't uh, remember it. But, yeah, I saw that, too, yeah. where they and said Herb's role wasn't going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Pass catcher? Really? Yeah. It made no sense. Uh, That's disappointing. Cause I, have I was pissed because I drafted him as my, like, 4.1 yeah. bullshit That's not, that's not true. Herb's sick. Herb is. No, he did. He drafted Herb in the fourth. No, Then he cut him. No, 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 what he's saying. It's not true that they're not actually going to Oh, no, I agree with you. Oh, yeah, no. I have No, I do, too. I'm going to be shocked. It's weird. I'd be shocked. It's weird. Still had yeah, 50 girl. targets or whatever, 40 yeah. targets, whatever he had. And then just defensively, I'm pretty happy with, uh, I think I need more depth there. But especially my DNs. I love my DNs. You yeah. have the best D-line core in the league. Yeah. These DNs are studly. And a year ago, I looked you in the face and said, I have the best D-line <laughs> core in the league. 
I didn't work out. Terrible. And it's Aaron Donald and no one else, apparently, because everyone else <laughs> schematically sucked. Uh, yeah. They so. died. But I think I can make the playoffs. I don't think I'm going to make a deep playoff run. I think I could maybe win a game. Maybe two. But I'm really excited. Do you have Brandon in this tier? Tier I, two? I do. Really? Well, okay. Uh, well, so, okay, so we're doing it from bottom up, right? Yes. Yeah. So I have him in tier three. Okay. So, Woo! So, I, so you and I will talk about Brandon then as we get closer. Okay. You want me to disregard for now? Yeah, so go ahead. We'll disregard for now. So who else do you have then, Brendan, in tier two? Last one is Ryan. Milk bag Bobby U. Rivalry is back. But he's the last person in tier two. Uh-huh. 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 Um, can Tom Brady keep going? Probably. Yes. But someday they got to I loved hating on Tom Brady. Do a freaking Five years This past year, like, it's like, all right, he's he just... Machine. It's so 2015 to say Tom's down. But I still think he would rather have. <laughs> and he's Watson. got the best roster in in front of him. Yeah. In the NFL, like it's stupid. I think he'd rather have Watson throwing for him. Um, it's because you're raping bitches. Yeah. Hey, it's a civil case, not a criminal case. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. The big we'll thing see. I have for Ryan, I'll keep it short. He's got a lot of guys coming back from injury this year. Yeah. Um, McCaffrey. Ever um, heard of him? <laughs> yeah. Bosa, Devin Bush. Um, defensively, he's looking really good. Offensively, I, I don't know. I just don't love wide receiver and running back. I don't love outside of McCaffrey. So we'll see what happens. But I think Ryan is very he, – he's the kind of the bubble team. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes and wins a round or two in the playoffs. Also, wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't make playoffs. Okay. Did you have Ryan in this tier? Uh, yes. Tier three, correct? Tier two. two. No, I didn't. Yeah, put three. the phone down. Like, no, I'm looking at <laughs> rosters. Like, He's looking at rosters. Uh, no, I had him in like the the playoffs or busts. Okay. So sorry, is that two or three? That's you no, know, that's three. That's no, three. I I didn't have Ryan in this tier either. Um, I did have Walt in tier two. You guys had Walt in tier one, the dog shit tier. I had him in the you're telling me there's a chance tier. Um, for me, it's Lamar. If Lamar bounces back and he Chris Carson somehow plays 14 of the 17 games. And Fournette somehow pushes Rojo to nothing. You know, I, I just think the chance is there for Walt. You know, I, I think he's got some pieces that are decent. And obviously, just losing CD is just is crushing. <sighs> Trading those two picks next year, which are both, you know, to me, Walt and Kobe are 100% top bottom five teams. Trading those two picks, but not getting a starter back in return because I mean, neither Daryl Henderson or Alan Lazard starts for his team. Mm-hmm. It, it's just Walt. Damn it, man. You were doing so good. So you got you to crush 106, you got to crush 107, and we'll see here. But I, I don't have Walt in that bottom tier. And then I think there was one more. Let me step this back for a second. Kellen and Jimmy are sharing a computer. Yeah, we, so. I didn't plan. I wasn't smart enough to bring it. Nobody planned oh, very tier well. Two, we together. Tier 2, um, I have Hagerman down here in Tier 2. Um, I think I'm the only one. Is that you guys have him Tier 3 or better? Okay, so... I had him here. I think we're just jealous because he had oh, I do have, way I do, better I'm sorry. of a team than we I do have him in tier three. You have him in tier three. Okay. Tier three. So I'm the only one who has him in that in tier two. Um, he's got Kyler. He's got mm. Chubb and Swift. Um, Tyreek, you know, but then he's kind of kind of scrubby there with Corey Davis. Um, nobody really to rely on as a wide receiver two, let alone as a wide receiver three. Um, so I don't really like his wide receivers outside of Tyreek. I hope he trades me Tyreek. I think that would be nice. Um, he was the top DL scorer in the league last year, but he's pretty rough at linebacker and DB. Uh, but Hagerman does have some picks. You know, he's sitting pretty as far as 
the rebuild goes. Um, I don't think he's a playoff team this year. I do think there's a chance, um, but I don't think he's a playoff team this year, and I think he just continues to build um, and, and gets a little bit better. All right, so Tier 3. So this is the playoffs. Um, so teams in, this, uh, teams in this league are virtual locks for a postseason bid. Um, so, Kellen, go ahead. Why don't you start us off here? All right. You want to give me my laptop back? Yeah, I'll give you your laptop back. You can go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, oh, man, who did Brendan already mention? Um, in this tier? Have you mentioned everybody? Anybody? So, I guess Brendan again? already mentioned himself. So, um, again, I already said Brendan okay. has the best DL group in the league. Um, looking at running back core, though, so, Brennan, you have anywhere from zero to three really good running backs. <laughs> <laughs> Clyde... Montgomery and uh, Dobbins. Dobbins. And Dobbins. And those are the only three. And those are the only three you got. So, like, all three of them could be sick. All three of them could be trash. I don't know. Um, I mean, other than that, like, your team is, like, pretty pretty damn good. Like, above average. So, I mean, you got, you know, an MVP candidate in Josh Allen. Is he going to be what he was last year? I don't know. Here's Here's a hot... A hot tip for what's coming up in Kellen's corner in the oh. next couple of months. I don't know if the Bills got an in on to do what they did last year. Uh-oh. Uh, might, might, be, might be placed in the future on the New England Patriots oh. uh, to win the NFC or the AFC East, I'm sorry. So, Dolphins. Um, All right, I would too. Well, I just dished two away, so I'm really rude against them. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, yeah, I don't know. You got a you got a real solid team. So um. I do not have Brendan in this tier. Whoa! Oh. We will discuss that in a minute. Uh oh. All right, Brendan. Who else do you have then in here in the playoff lock tier? So uh, how many do you have in this tier? I guess I should ask. Yeah. Spoiler alert: I have everybody except for one person. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I think there is who one do you person have in this league that. Uh, I have out. four yeah. teams in this tier. You have four. Okay. All right, so go ahead then, Brennan. First one's Jimmy. Uh, Mahomes. Scott. Um, big, big old line change. So I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. Think at the end of good the day. Good things. Mahomes. Good things will happen. Think at the end of the day, Mahomes is Mahomes. I'm still Probably good things for your boy Clyde. What did you offer me? A 201. 201. 201 for Mahomes. You like, turned it down. Yep. I said, I'm going to big Patrick what Mahomes guy. Thank God. When was this? Uh, right after his first year. So he played yeah. one oh, game. Yeah. Thank God. At that time, I had zero quarterbacks. Yeah, you had no quarterback. That is when I took Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson in the third. That kind of worked out, though. Yeah, but I could have done them both. <laughs> <laughs> I think it worked out better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <Gays. laughs> really good one-two punch at running back. Jonathan Taylor and um, Joe Mixon. See how many games Joe Mixon plays. Yeah. Don't more. But after that, I actually don't love the running back. But yeah. everywhere else is... Just fine. Um, so I think Jimmy is definitely a contender. Easily makes playoffs, probably makes a playoff push, um, and contends for the, the championship. Okay. Kellen? Where do you want me to go? Do you have me in this tier? No. No? Okay. I don't either. So why don't you go ahead and jump to another team then that you have in the playoff lock tier? So Ryan was discussed by Brendan. Yep. Um, my only comments here are CMC hides his question marks at running back. Remember when Ryan had me as the oh, second worst team last year? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when he did this? Yes, I do. Yep. So, yes, that's I what do. got me. 
My, my question anyway for Ryan is CMC and who? <laughs> um, I mean, do you really even need a second running back when you have CMC? So right. Um, it, you know, and it, I, I had Ryan in this. The too. rest of the, his team is solid. Yeah. But one guy that's like a huge buy low candidate is Nelson Aguilar signed by the Patriots. Okay. Uh, and, and that <clears> goes with Mac T. Jones. DeAndre Hopkins. Ever heard of him? You know, Thielen. Um, you know, he's looking good really across the board, so he should be a contender. He would have, you know, I I knocked him out of the playoffs last year without CMC. Without CMC, that probably would have been a different story. And see, I I agree with what Brendan was saying in that Ryan's window is closing. Like, he has Tom's dying, Deshaun Watson theoretically could go to prison. Yeah, I can't even say that anymore. Well, I mean, he already said he's not going to play past 50. So eventually he's going to stop. <laughs> Until he's 49. Okay. So and eventually he'll so stop. Like so he's got years. like five years left. That's that's a short career. Yeah. Who plays longer, Matt Stafford or Tom Brady? Probably. Uh, probably Tom, Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but So I, I have Ryan in this tier as well. Um, I get Like Brennan was saying, he gets healthy. He gets Devin Bush back. He gets uh, Bosa back. You know, he's getting he gets CMC, obviously, back. Um, and like you said, Kellen, CMC covers a lot of ills, but that window is closing. Now, if he had Watson, I would probably put him in the championship or bust tier, but he doesn't. Um, if Ryan doesn't win it, but then he just slides the goat in as a right, right. But if he doesn't win it this yeah. year, next year, I think next year Nuke hits what twenty nine or thirty. Thielen is like thirty two. Yeah. I think it. I think his window is closing very, very fast. I think Thielen's very close to being done. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. So it's because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have to worry about him losing his athleticism. Yeah. We never had yeah. it. They don't yeah. age well. So, I mean, it just, I think his window's closing. Um, I think he's a playoff lock, but I don't know if he if he has enough to, to beat a Jeff or somebody like that in the playoffs in a one-on-one matchup there. So, so we'll see. Um, who else do you have then, Brendan, in your playoff lock tier? Got Jeff. Jeff. Um... Another person. Pretty much everyone here could very easily make a playoff run. Um, good QB and Baker. Good enough QB and Baker. I think Jeff's gonna go. Now that I'd made the uh, Burrow trade, I think he's gonna. He talked to me a little bit at the party. I think he's gonna get go for. Um, for Trevor. For Trevor, if he's there. I agree. Um, if not, I think it's a smart move. Yeah, for I do too. He needs a second guy. Sure. Jordan Love. I, that was the first bullet point I had. Might as well put. Jordan Love back on the taxi squad if that's what your your move is. Right. Um, where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good running back group. I think Galvin. Jeff, yeah, Delvin Cook. I think Austin Eckler's okay. Um, I think you could use some help. Awesome, there. excellent. <laughs> uh, and then everyone else is just solid. So Jeff, uh, I think could just very easily be like he was last year. Doesn't really blow anybody away, but just keeps winning and yeah. finds himself in a championship game. Do you have Jeff in this tier? Nope. See, I don't either. I have no. him in the next one. Yeah, I do as well. Um, so who else then do you have in this tier? Um, so I, we talked about Ryan. We talked about Brendan. Yep. Um, we talked about Rich earlier. So I guess Rich the last one. What's that? You got Rich here in the playoff lock tier? I do. Okay. Hmm. But uh, I think we already talked about him, didn't we? We did. Did did. you? No, I I, I think so. I I basically said, you know, Waller hides it when he's got some more wide receivers. Rich, I think you're a better team than Jimmy and Brennan think. So So did this have anything to do with uh, three straight hours of just you two talking? (laughs) Dude, I had a blast with Rich. 
Rich is okay. <laughs> me and Rich talked until 4.30 in the morning. What's wrong with shit at me? Rich had a blast with you, man. Let's do it again sometime. We, when, we had a good time. When I got up, I and, wasn't sure Rich had gone to bed. <laughs> he looked oh, rough. Dude, he looked I, rough. I don't remember I seeing dying. Rich the next day. As he's like well, kind of in and out quick. I took a shit and packed real quick and left him. So my little train of goodbyes, and I don't remember who I saw and who I didn't. So here's a fun story. So I woke up exhausted, obviously, because I got like three hours of sleep while sleeping on a hardwood floor. Yeah. Why did um, you sleep yeah. on the floor? I don't know. I don't know. Couch couch stories, guys, this is beyond the point. This is beyond the point. So we had the that egg casserole to, yeah, yeah, for like, yeah, breakfast. Yeah. Yep. So Brendan <laughs> took some like for the road. Uh, like, Smart. We all like shuffled some breakfast in real quick. Brendan took his on the road, I guess, and took more than was he, he wanted to yeah. eat. So we got back to the cottage, and he, like, dumped it out of the car when he parked. And <laughs> you probably heard about yeah, it. Yeah, I did. So, um, so it was, like, by the car, just a big pile of eggs. And uh, <laughs> so I was just exhausted. A little bit hungover. Like, wasn't feeling 100%, but, like, not, like, dying. And so I'm, like, you know, God forbid, in an Irish Catholic family, after a night of, like, you know, having fun. That you like take a nap on the couch without being judged for uh, being hungover. My mom just comes in a rampage. <laughs> there is no more alcohol at this cottage. You cannot control yourselves. You're hungover and ruining the weekend. I saw the vomit by the car. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> and I like, mom. It's eggs. It was not puke. We're fine. <laughs> Just had to shut it down because oh. there's probably no one else laughing at this oh, right now no. because no one else knows her mom. But oh, anyways, I was recorded. I heard it. I heard it from my wife. She <laughs> oh, thought it was also hilarious. Oh yeah, Maureen thought it was funny. Oh yeah, because she, she came dying. in on a rampage. Oh yeah, she was yep. on Mary Jo mission. That, oh yeah, that happens. And that also, there is a perfectly good couch right next to me that you could have slept yeah. on. Yeah, well, you know what I was trying to do? Take a twenty minute nap. Not allowed in this family because no, I'm not. He's talking, I'm talking about, about the night. Oh, I would, oh, well, this I was guy just slept in the living room or the dining room floor. floor. Oh yeah, there's couches everywhere, air mattresses everywhere. It made no sense, but yeah. whatever. Ice. Yeah. Why didn't you just go sleep in the pool? Yes, I was sleeping <laughs> three hours. It didn't even matter. It's true. But anyways, what are we talking about here? So we're on tier three. We're on tier three. So uh, I have new Corey here. New Corey in the playoff tier. Do you have new Corey in the playoff tier? I have tier? new Corey here. Oh, he's a yeah, lock. All right, yeah, you guys yeah. talk about new Corey. Okay, so uh, man, he inherited a very nice team, and I'm very jealous. Corey, if you didn't hear what me and Kellen had. walked into, go listen to podcast three. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Number three. Back in the day. Yeah, very, very jealous of that. So, um, I mean, I. He's just some TLC away from being a front runner. I feel like he needs some defense. He needs some wide receivers. Uh, he traded some picks away already for to get Chubb, but he's got some picks already yeah. here. Like he's, he's got one point one four. He's got uh, two in the second round and multiple in the third. So I think I mean, he's got picks next year too. So. And picks in the in the next year. So I I see him. I mean, he made a splash getting Nick Chubb. I I think he uh, kind of. Staked his claim, saying, like, you know, I'm, I'm here to play. So, I respect it. I like it. Um, get the job done, man. I mean, that'd be sweet to see a new team come in and, and get it done because, I mean, Greg, as much as 
like he's a cool guy and everything, but he neglected his yeah, team. Neglected so his team, yeah. uh, it'd be nice to <clears throat> see a very uh, attentive owner. It'd be interesting to see what that team can do with an active, attentive owner. Mm-hmm. What do you got there? Yeah, so um, with Corey, I think if, if Greg actually started his team and made trades and stayed active, I, I think he's, as is, I think Greg has the second best roster in the league. Whoa. Um, wow. Greg. We call him Greg. <laughs> Corey. New Corey. <laughs> um, yeah, Greg just didn't second do Second best do roster it. in the league? Um, and he, wow. I think he's got a couple picks, too. High so. praise. Um, yeah, um, I said this about Sam when I met during the podcast a year ago that, yeah, that just new owners make mistakes in this league. I ha- I've pretty much had the, uh, the group turned off this past couple months. So I don't know what – I don't know anything about you, Corey. I don't know what his fantasy knowledge is. I don't know if he's played IDP before. Uh, if he hasn't, it's a whole different world. That's something that I feel like I'm just now getting used to, so – he could make mistakes along the way that hurts him, but I think if as long as he doesn't do anything too dumb, I think he could seriously make a run. And he's clearly a smart dude. I mean, he made an app to help us hedge these bets on DraftKings so we can get Did to he? Yeah, huh. it's pretty sweet. He's working on it for iOS for you, iPhone fellas. But, I mean, anybody that can make Sorry, a freaking app, yeah. that's, that's kind of intriguing to me. You know, yeah. as, as a commish, yeah. I'm interested in Keep going, that Dick thought Lord. process. Of, of, you know, make, making a run here. And he's clearly making a run because he went after Chubb. Yeah. Um, somebody that I had in Tier 3 that you guys did not was... Let me see these real quick. I forgot. Well, I had it in my head there for a second. Was it me? Uh, and, uh, yes, it was you. It was Kellen. Um, I, so I had Kellen in Tier 3. Um, Kellen, your, your year was a tale of two seasons. It was pre-deck injury, post-deck injury. I mean, it was crazy. Your splits were, were just crazy. Um, obviously having Dak back, having Akers, Najee, Mike Davis, he survives the draft somehow. He survives free agency. I mean, he's, he's going to be a top 30 running back, no doubt. Because yeah. I don't even know who they could sign. They're not going to sign Gurley. He's not going to go back there. Yeah. So he's going to be getting the bulk of the touches. That was a great 30 in Fab that I spent last yeah. year. I mean, that's you're getting two you years know. of top 30 running backs for 30 bucks in Fab. That's, yeah. that's solid. I agree with you. Obviously, your boy, Cooper Cup. I'm a huge Portland Sutton fan, and that could be why I have you ahead of where you guys have you. Um, I'm a huge Cortland Sutton fan, and I also kind of feel like Aaron Rodgers might go there. And if he does, it is an absolute game changer. I think it's a huge bump for you. It would be a huge bump for Julian with Jerry Judy. Um, I mean, just um, even Matt. Matt has Noah Fant. Huge bump for Noah Fant. I mean, that could be game-changing. But even if he doesn't, I do think Teddy Bridgewater ultimately wins that job. And Teddy Bridgewater had Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore in the top 24 last year. So, I mean, on a talent level, I would argue that Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy are in that level of DJ Moore and definitely better than Robbie Anderson. So, I think there's there's points to go there. Obviously, Hawk, tight end you champion. You know, I love the guy. Big time fan. Big, thick Hawk. <clears throat> so, I, I think you're a playoff lock. I do. Um but I do like the way that, that Brendan did his tiers, and I think if I had thought about it more, I might do it that way. But So go ahead then, Brendan, with your next playoff line. So I got one guy. This guy's roster is just on a completely different level. Oh, no, no, no. Where's the playoff lock? Oh, I'm done. Oh, you're done with yours. Do you have anybody <laughs> left in playoff lock? No. I, I got new Corey Ryan. 
Brendan and Rich. All right, so we'll move on then. This is the championship or bust tier. So we'll save your guy then. So who else do you have in championship or bust? This is the top tier, correct? Um, It's obviously Jeff. So so I I do have Jeff. So, um, I mean, he, he... He's got the roster to get it done. I mean, he could use a couple of upgrades, but he also has draft picks to to do uh, accomplish that. So, um, I think Jeff kind of pipe dream was hoping Kyle Pitts would fall, and then going sure. to that party and realizing yeah. how high everybody is on Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he knows that that ain't, that's not going to happen. But yeah. I think yeah. I do agree with you guys. I think he's going to get Trevor, and that's a good. I think and, that's a good pick there. Yeah, let me. I, I had his team pulled up, but I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, I think he likes Baker. Baker, yeah. I think Baker is probably his quarterback for the year. Um, Possibly, yeah. But um, I, I, I don't think he can turn down taking Trevor. Right. Well, I mean, he's a good team. He was a good team oh, last yeah. year. He made the championship. He has the exact oh, same roster. Team. Solid Plus team. two firsts and two seconds. I mean, he's 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 going to be a force to be reckoned with here for a while. And yep. He he's could gonna, use a little running back He's going to let us know about it. But couldn't we all, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so I have no depth this year. Um, no, I, I mean, there's really not much to say about like any for me any of these top three teams. Like they're they're all complete teams. So what do you have then? So Jeff, who what? I have Jeff, you, Jimmy, and Scott. Okay, so Scott is the team that we haven't talked about then. So go ahead, Brendan. What do you have for Scott? Um, uh, talk about me. You said wait. We didn't talk about me. We'll get there. <laughs> Talk, oh, okay. Um, oh, so Scott, um, that team is just—it's on a whole different level. He's the only—he's the only team I have in this because I don't, unless he's just riddled by injuries, I don't see how he loses. Um, quarterback is actually like—you know what the weakest part of Scott's team is? Scott, his team, <laughs> his team name. Scott, you need a more clever team name. Yeah. There, I said it. Ooh. I don't well, remember what his team name is. Quarterbacks are right. The Camara adds 10 pounds. Yeah. You can do better. <laughs> you <laughs> can do better. Yeah, running back, like, he's got Saquon coming back. Right. Which is terrifying. Right. Mm-hmm. You want a title without Saquon. And obviously, ACL is no joke, but I'm assuming he can be okay. Um,. Galladay, he's got Galladay coming back, which is, he still won't even... To Daniel, Daniel Jones, but yeah. I, yeah. I still get what you're saying. He's, like, he's got the, probably the best three wide receivers, best trio wide receivers, maybe I'm wrong. Um, Travis Kelsey. Doesn't have Cooper Cup. And then, like, <laughs> defensively, he's just solid. I don't know if he's got a, yeah, he's got a couple stuff, but, yeah, there's... So such a good team, just on a different level. I don't know how you beat Scott, probably for the next two to three years, until he starts getting some guys. Right. You want to take his dick out of your mouth? No. Or... No. <laughs> um, you should have been at that party. You probably would have had a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is that quicker is than uncomfortable. I um. So for me, obviously Scott is absolutely stacked. We all know that. Um, I am very disappointed that both Scott and Corey and Kobe didn't come to the party. Um, most specifically with Scott, we didn't get to see the trophy. Um, that is, I didn't really think about it, you know, that we didn't get to see the trophy. I was well, Next year, the trophy has to be at the party. So even if Scott decides to be a bitch again next year and doesn't go, I'll stop at his house because 
He's probably going to win again next year. I'll pick up the trophy, <laughs> yeah. and I'll bring it to the party. Um, <clears throat> but, no, I, I agree with you. I think I don't think you probably have anything really to add there for Scott. He's so. a complete team. He, he has – could he improve anywhere? I Probably quarterback, but – Julio Jones to the Titans only adds to Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, and Tannehill's and Carson Wentz yeah. to the Colts with his old uh, offensive coordinator only helps. So not only does that help both quarterbacks, but now he has depth. And it's just stupid. He's got a stupid team. Yeah. So back to Brendan. Quick Thank save. God he has no picks. Yeah, right, for real. Maybe my window opens in three years. <laughs> Quick Sam update. Um, when I walked outside... Colleen, the nurse, was bringing Sam some meds. He's still dead. He's still in there. I don't even know if he could swallow the pill. I think they're sitting in his cheek, just melting. So he's getting them, you know, like his, you get them into your, like, your gums. It's just that intravenous, just, I think, I think he's dead. Um, he so, might be. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for a new owner, and yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, so, Brendan, I, t- I talked about Brendan being in this tier. Um, I do have him in the championship or bust tier. Um, for me, this is about Josh Big Hands Allen, big guy, big hands. As Brendan likes to tell me all the time, um, and I know Colin kind of mentioned that Brendan's running backs—he could have three great running backs or he could have zero great running backs. Um, I actually disagree. I think I think Clyde is going to be very good this year. I think Dobbins is going to be very Wait, good this year. You're big on Clyde. I know it's not shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's surprised by that. Um, and then David Montgomery surprised me last year. I thought he was a little shittier than that, um, but he—I don't think he's quite that player that he finished out the year as. But I don't mm-hmm. think he's as bad as I gave him credit for being last year. He's in the middle. But I think he's a top 20 guy. So to yeah. me, you have three top 20 running backs. Clyde and Dobbins have top 10 potential. I have to say Darren, David Montgomery has top 10 potential because he did it last year. So, I mean, just having those three, a lot of teams can't say that. Um, obviously, Julio and Ridley, I don't know if Julio will get the targets that he's used to getting, but he's going to be efficient. Ryan Tannehill has been crazy efficient. Um, and Calvin Ridley is going to fucking eat. That guy is going to get 170 targets, and he's just going to go nuts. I am very excited for Calvin Ridley. He's got a solid wide receiver threes with Debo, Curtis Samuel, and then you've got a bunch of dudes on the bench that can come up and see what happens there. I like Irvin, and if Aaron Rodgers comes back, I like Tunyon. Top three defensive linemen for scoring last year, top half linebackers scoring last year. Does definitely needs help at DB, um, but I think you can fix that. So I have Brendan up here. Um, I have him with Scott, myself, and Jeff. Um, I do think Scott is a tier above us. I would probably have him in tier five if there were such a thing, um, but but Brendan, I like your team, man. I think you're in a, a really good spot. I'm excited. I yeah. still don't think this is the year, but I'm close. I feel like, actually, especially with Corey's pick next year. Anything can happen. Any given Sunday. All right. So do you guys have anything you want to add on the teams before we move on to rule changes? I don't think so. Okay. I think I covered all my teams. All right. So I want to do a quick reminder in the rule changes. Um, for 2020, we we added the two additional IR spots, which gave us four total. Um, that was for 2020 only, so if we want that to happen for 2021, we're going to have to vote that in. Um, but when keepers submit, I will change the roster settings, and you only have two IR spots at that time. So keep that in mind when we do submit keepers. Um, you'll have to make sure. What's the limit for roster sets? Uh, 29 active at the moment. It'll be two IR, and it'll be three taxi. Okay. Um, so we will, uh, well, if we have rule change coming up here, actually, I think it starts tomorrow. Is the period that opens? Woo, let's go, so, boys! HFFL off season is here. We are back. So, um, some rules that we discussed briefly. Um, the first and 
probably most important one is what to do with the extra week in the NFL. Um, the NFL moved from a 17-week season to an 18-week season. Um, we kind of talked about this the other day when we were in the lake. It would be ideal for us to be able to just say, screw it, we're not changing anything. But the NFL, in all their wisdom, put bye weeks on week 14, which is the first week of our it playoffs. Um, so we have to decide, you know, is this going to be a situation where we're like, oh, well, right now it's July 4th. You have four months, five months. You know if you're going to be a playoff team, which players you're going to have on bye week 14. That is an option. Um, is it the best option? I don't know. That's something that as a league we'll have to talk about. Um, we also discussed extending our season one week. Um, so going instead of weeks two weeks 16, we'll go two weeks six, 17. And you're saying new week. <clears throat> so a new regular season week. So, weeks, so they still have one more week to go, right? There's, yes. It's so the NFL weeks. weeks, it ends week 18. So it's exactly the same as it was last week or last year. We end one week before the NFL ends. So in that scenario, we would play all thir- or, or we would play all thirteen teams one time, weeks one through thirteen. Week fourteen, then we would have to figure out how we want to play that week. Do you want to have? We briefly discussed a rivalry week. It kind of quickly got shot down. Um, then somebody brought up the idea of having the games based on playoff seeding going into that week fourteen. So the top seed playing the fourteenth seed, the second seed playing the thirteenth seed, third playing twelfth, fourth playing eleventh, fifth playing tenth. Sixth playing ninth, nice, nice, <laughs> nice, and the seventh playing the eighth. Um, uh, Kellen, what do you think about that? Do you think of you know some pros and some cons for having that specific, you know, one versus fourteen type schedule in that week fourteen regular season game? Yeah. So, it, oh man, that's so much information thrown in. It is. It is. Like, <clears throat> such a like tough you got situation. This week or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I also didn't look at it. Well, yeah, I know. No. Like, Easiest situation is the NFL didn't just bugging bone us with. Uh, but they did. Yeah, you know, with bye weeks and week fourteen. Um, so and what really, sucks is it's going to change in three years anyway. They're going to add another game, oh, right, or maybe two. Right. No, that that's the thing. So like, um, so I really don't have like strong opinions about it one way or the other. Um, it's just like hard to figure like you know what's right. Right. What's the right way to go about it? What's the most fair? And I honestly don't know. Um, so for me, pros and cons. Like seating, I, I feel like, makes most sense. Yeah. Have some kind of seating going into it. Now, is that one versus 14, or is that one versus two? And, right. And scale it down. Right. I don't know. You know, I'm not going to pretend right now to have an opinion about it, but, um, yeah, here I am. You know, I just wasted 30 seconds of time, so <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I think if this if we do go with the adding a regular season game route, I do think the best options are either the 1 versus 14 like we talked about or like you're saying, 1 versus 2, 2 versus 3, you know, or not, sorry, 1 versus 2, 3 versus 4, 5 versus 6, etc. Um, either one of those options makes the most sense because those games are meaningful, they actually matter, they're impactful in the playoff race. Mm-hmm. But, at, you know, at the same time, Part of me, that's all pro there, if you are the seven seed or the eight seed and you're on the outside looking in going into that last week, you have one more shot. Yeah. You know, if a con, if you're the five seed and typically you would have that spot locked up, mm-hmm. you could theoretically lose your playoff spot from an extra week. Um, so there are certainly, as a league, we're going to have to discuss this um, and figure out, figure out what we want to do. Um, I'm not really sure. I didn't get a sense for which way the league was leaning. We didn't talk about this a lot at the party. Looking back, I kind of wish I would have brought that up a little bit more. 
I feel like nobody wants to bring it up because it's kind of a nightmare. It is a nightmare. It's, I don't know if there's a good way to go around It's it. brutal. Like, yeah. Someone's going to get screwed at some point. No matter what. If we, if we stay the same, there's somebody's screwed be a... because they lose their best player week 14 in the first mm-hmm. week of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If we change it, somebody gets screwed because, let's say we go the 1 versus 14 route. Right? See, I'm, so, a, I'm a big believer that, like, bye week shouldn't be a thing in fantasy playoffs. Okay. But... What's the alternative to that? It's not a good answer. I like, it, it sucks. No, yeah, there's no, there's no doubt. Um, so this is something that, as a league in chat, we're gonna have to kind of hash out and see what we want to do. Um, and it, and like anything uh, that we do, <laughs> I hope the Brennan just shit his pants. Yeah, you did. I hope the uh, I hope the microphone got that. That was awesome. Um, as with anything, you know, we're we're gonna vote first and foremost to see if we even want to make a change. Um, and if we don't want to make a change, then it is what it is. You've got five months. You know, if you think you're a playoff team and your quarterback's on a bye week 14, you need to figure that out. Yeah. You know, so that's... So the biggest name thrown out there is Jonathan Taylor, right? He, so that's got the week, that, that right. week 14 bye. Right. Yeah. This is so bullshit. We need to extend the season. T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> yeah, right. Darius Leonard. Right, right, yeah. Right. yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, so knowing that information, if you're me and I, if you think you're a playoff team, which I do think I am, then you got to say, okay, so what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to combat this? Am I going to make a move where I trade for a running back who I think is good that doesn't have a week 14 buy? Like, I got to figure this out. Yeah. Um, so I don't know which way, whatever way the league wants to go here, you know, we'll kind of, we'll discuss it, we'll hash it out, um, and, and we'll figure it out. But that's going to be, that to me is the biggest hinge point of our offseason. Everything else is just normal bullshit that that's gets brought up every year. Um, so, yeah. so we'll see. So, again... We have to decide if we want to stay exactly the same. Weeks one through two, one through thirteen are the regular season. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen are the playoffs. Or if we want to add an additional regular season week in week fourteen, figure out how we want to seed that so people play each other. You know, however we want and to figure that out. That's just a regular season game. That would be just a regular season game. So we'd have fourteen regular season games. Everybody plays everybody one time, and then week fourteen you're seeded based on where you are in the current playoff seeding going into that final week. And playoffs are fixed 15, 16, 17. So we'll figure that out. Um, we'll talk I more about it in the chat. The answer's not on this right. podcast. Yeah. You think you think extending is the best way? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it may well be. you know. But the downside yeah. is the CBA is up in, what, three years? And then the NFL adds two more games. Yeah. And then what do we do then? Yeah. You know, Do we add more? Do we move into divisions? Everybody plays everybody twice. Like We can figure all that out when we come to it. But it's, just, it's certainly going to be a Band-Aid, whatever it is. All right, so the next one. Um, Julian brought this up a little bit last year, and then somebody else kind of parroted it. Um, so altering our starting lineup requirements to allow for flexibility. So currently we start uh, two running backs, three wide receiver, one tight end. Uh, with this proposal, we would be able to have one, to one, two, or three running backs, two to four wide receivers, one to two tight ends. Um, what are some pros or some cons here, Brendan? What do you think? I love the flex option. Yeah. So let's... I'm all for it. Do you see any cons um, then to it? I, I I heard a couple things at the party that I I don't love. Um, just I don't know. My whole thing is having some flexibility, so I don't like having like specific. You have to start. I don't know. I heard like something like you still start three wide receivers, but then you can add four. So I think in that case, you you should take away wide receiver something like that, but. Um, overall, I just think some flexibility is good, but I think just having. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't know 
always laughing. <laughs> I'm making it up as I go, obviously. No, I see what you're saying. Uh, well, no, that's that's flexibility good. is a good thing. Yeah. And I, I but, from hearing like, what you're saying, you don't see, think there is a con to this proposal specifically. Not that one. Okay. What about you? Do you have any pros or cons to some so just flexibility? Like because I feel like rosters have already been built. I feel like any like major, it'll even out. Any big like flexibility to that, I feel like it should be like a year or two down the road. And I think what I am for is just add a flex spot. I feel like so many rules we have or like proposals we have are like, what if we do this? Like take this away and add a flex spot, or we take this away and add a flex spot. Let's just add a flex spot and take from there. And I so think that's where I was going. At. And you yeah. mentioned you mentioned potentially years down the line. So are you saying add a flex spot? Today we vote this in. Now we have an additional yeah. spot. So I think a flex spot. Now I take this is from a guy that traded away all his fucking depth in the offseason. <laughs> I'm fine with a flex spot. Let, okay. let, throw it in there. I don't give a shit. It, it, it's that's fantasy football. Yeah, I have some flexibility okay. in there. But um, and I'm not against Julian's idea, but I, I think that kind of idea that's pretty major to roster no, management and mm-hmm. and how you build a team. So that. If that were the change to take place, it should be a two or three year down okay. the road thing. So what you're saying then, just so I clarify, we're going to start two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, and then a flex spot where you yep. can start any of running back, wide receiver, or tight end, correct? Right. Yep. That's where okay. I want to go. Okay. Yep. And I, I don't, I personally have been pushing for that. I've been kind of tagging it on to yep. removing the kicker because I think the kickers are the worst. We'll and get I know to that. you guys are <laughs> kicker lovers. See. No, no, see, see, the thing is, I don't see why it's mutually exclusive. It's we not. have to add a flex it's and not. remove something else. It's so not. We can add a flex, and then let's see where the rest of the road takes us. Okay. And I personally, I, the, the con here, obviously, what you're going to hear is the big boys get better, the little man gets sure. worse. Yes, I hear what you're saying. Sure. But we just went through every team, and I think, aside from Scott, I think the league has really kind of come together. And Scott has actually said this a couple times in chat, too. Uh, the better teams are trading away players for longevity, and the teams that are worse are trading for players to get better. I think the league as a whole has really kind of come together. Um, yes, I think this would be a huge advantage for Scott year one, let's say. I don't think Scott's losing regardless. No, I don't think he's either. But I think Strike that from the record, Scott. Fuck you. <laughs> it's a dynasty league. Like, we're fucking literally right. trying to make... Right. Who has the best team? You're gonna, if you who won has last the best year, you're team? probably going to win the next year. Right. The so, reason Scott was the only person... Which, which makes sense. And looking back on it, I probably should have done it the same way. Um, so, thoughts on tight end premium. So, right now we have 0.5 PPR for all running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, DBs, whoever catches the pass, right? Thoughts on going from that 0.5 PPR to a full point per reception just for the tight end position. Can I take that one and then go take a piss real quick? Yeah. So, I still haven't been persuaded that that's the way to go. So... So if everything stays the same, I I 100% agree with you guys. Like, if we don't add a flex spot, I agree with you guys that adding tight end premium only benefits teams with, right now, Kelsey Kittle-Waller. Like, if there's a tight end premium, is Travis Kelsey going to be the best player in fantasy football? No, but he'll be a top... He would be the equivalent of a top five running back and a top five wide receiver. Uh, maybe that's where the world's going. I'm not ready to, to do that. That's just my opinion. Okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be like offended or pissed no, off if right. the rest of the league voted in another direction, but um, I just think that that those top three tight ends just get too powerful, and the rest of the league, you know, you got a guy or you don't, which that's yeah. that, you know, you're gonna trade for that guy or not, it's up to you. But um, 
I don't think that's how it should be. I don't think tight ends should just rule the world like that. Okay. What do you think, Brian? My guy's been averaging <clears throat> two points a game. I'm sorry, my guy's been averaging one point a game. Your guy's been averaging two points a game. Now we're doubling that. It's now four to two. So instead of just being made by one point and that being by two, double my points at tight end. To me, that it's just those top three guys are getting – if there are five more good tight ends in the league, I'm in. Yeah. But it's like people are scrambling every year to find that solid tight end. I thought I had one six months ago in Tunyon. Right. And now I think I already lost him. Right. And that, yeah, like I said, <clears throat> if we stay the same, positional flexibility, if we have to start two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, I agree with you guys. Looking back on it, I think I was wrong with my initial push for tight end premium. But if we add the flexibility option, I love the idea of tight end premium because then a team, like say you're me, right, my team, so we have to start an additional flex. Let's just say that passes, right? So I'm starting my two running backs, my three wide receivers, and my tight end. Now I have to start an additional flex player. So I have Dallas Goddard. Now, in a tight end premium league, Dallas Goddard is an absolutely flex-worthy player. You know, if I say, okay, um, just for my team specifically, I have Chase Edmonds, Juju, and Dallas Goddard that I have to choose between every week to play in this flex spot. In a tight end premium, Dallas Goddard is absolutely an option in that. Without it, there's no way I'm going to pick Dallas Goddard. It's right. going to be Juju. Right. It's going to be. So that's, uh, to me... If we add that spot, that's the only way we should really consider tight end premium. If we don't, then I think we should probably pass on it for exactly the reason you guys are saying. Okay, so next one. Thoughts on taking away .25 per tackle from defensive backs. Um, so last year, <clears throat> the average starting linebacker scored 11 points per game. The average starting defensive end or defensive tackle averaged 9.6 points per game, so they are still lagging. And the average defensive back scored 11.7. So taking away that .25 would bring DB back in line with linebacker right around that 11 points per game range. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? What do you think, Kellen? I think tackles are tackles, honestly. I, I don't – again, this is another one I don't have a strong opinion on, but, you know, if you have a sick dude that's Buda Baker, that, that – that's got to be the guy, right? Number yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, you find a dude, you got him, or you're willing to trade for him and pay the price for him, or you don't. Okay. And uh, that's kind of how I feel on it. I, I, I don't know. I could be persuaded. Again, I want to be having a bunch of heartburn if the league voted another way, but that's how I feel. Okay. What do you think? <clears throat> um, remember the comment I made when we had this conversation like a year and a half ago? No. When the first podcast that I had was on, and it yeah, baby, yeah, still no, a little, <laughs> maybe a little racist. Uh, <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, but the point that I was trying to make is I think a tackle should be the same across all positions. And I, yeah, and I, had to bring race into it. Huh? <laughs> so, I, and I've heard this one before. You know, we've we've had this discussion. It doesn't matter if you're a linebacker or a DL. A tackle should be one point. Right, it, right. Be, and and I, I get why we're trying. We're, yeah, like, I, I DBs understand. don't have yeah. as much opportunity to add points. Okay. I get that, but but what? <laughs> I still think it should be just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess he doesn't bring that. Her butt was gonna close it. <laughs> you know what I mean. So let me ask you this then. So since we changed the defensive scoring and made defense more relevant then do you think that's been better or worse for the league as a whole probably haven't been in the league long enough but 
probably still better. Okay. So I like the balance between defensive and offensive. Scoring, right, and that's what we were at. But yep, that that's what I'm. Yeah. Okay. I want defense to be as valued as offense. And it is. Positionally, I think tackles should be the same as tackles. Positionally, and passes receptions should be the same as receptions. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So you think we should alter the scoring a different way to distinguish between positions defensively? Defensively. I do not. Okay. But. Again, I don't feel that strongly. I okay. could be persuaded. So, to me, I really like, I really like where the defensive scoring has gone. Obviously, when I initially designed the defensive scoring, it was with us being a standard league, so a non PPR league, and then we added that exact offseason, we added .5 PPR. Um, so, offensive players are still a pretty consistent tier above defensive players, but defensive players are extremely relevant. I mean, Scott's oh, yeah. first, not last year, but the year before. He was carried by an elite defense, absolutely elite defense. His, his DBs were killing it. Um, and that's one of the things I've talked a lot with, like, Matt and Ryan, is kind of curtailing that DB, DB scoring. But, again, even if we don't, the league has adjusted. Um, the DB scoring, the, the amount of teams playing three defensive backs last year was awesome. I mean, it was like the league was like, okay, we got the podcast. We see the, the glitch now. We see the loophole. And it's not really a glitch or a loophole because everybody's doing it now. In the NFL, you know, and I, I hate to say this because I love linebackers, but the NFL is not a three-linebacker league anymore. You know, so maybe what we're doing, maybe we're actually ahead of the curve here. DB is more valuable in the NFL right now than it is linebackers. It's kind of even hard to argue that as far as how many players are on the field. So maybe we're already on where we need to be. You know, so I don't, I don't know. That's something we'll have it's to It's interesting food for thought. Yeah. I mean, that's maybe that's just where it's going. I, yeah. Saw the curve in quarterback this year, too. Yeah. I mean, they were plug-and-play, you know, like, spot matchup playing corners. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, for the with the fab system for a buck, I mean, that's, if your DBs suck, but you know that Jameis Winston is coming to town and he targets the shit out of your right corner, why not target him? Yeah. You know, so I like that. I like that stream. Good morning football this past week had Jeremy Chin on as an interview. And yeah. they were like, yeah, not, yeah, you're a safety, but you lined up. In the box. So many times uh, as strong safety. So many times as free safety. So many times as outside corner, inside corner, middle linebacker, slot, cornerback. Like, it was stupid. They read it all off. He's just, like, the most versatile guy ever. Now, that's an exception. But that's kind of where the NFL is now. No, I... Versatility is, like, guys are playing all over the field. Yeah, I am not uh, as much on my, my pedestal this year to take this down as I was last year. I will be honest. I have come off this a little bit. All right, next one, which I have not come off of. Get rid of the damn kickers. Kickers will, are not people. I'll start this one. Right? I will never say to get rid of the kickers. I don't think you will either. Will the, there's yeah. <laughs> So fantasy football is we, we spend our free time trying to predict – and estimate, and just trying to find those guarantees wherever we can. And we do our best to, to find those formulas to, to see which guys to plug into our rosters, and we just hope for the best. And sometimes they hit, sometimes they don't. And there is no way to guarantee any of that. And the kicker position is the epitome of fantasy football in my mind like you could have a guy kick 
four field goals of 40 yards one day. Or you could have one guy go two for three of extra points, and that's it for a day. And that's fantasy football. You fucking live with it. So, <laughs> you don't like kickers? Neither does Dan Campbell. And you know hey. what? He's going to have a kicker on his fucking team next if year. Randy. If MCDC MC says no kickers, there should be no kickers. Well, he's yeah, not going to say that. So, as long as NFL kickers <laughs> are on rosters, I will always 100% passionately vote for kickers on fantasy lineups. Yeah, I got the wrong people on here for my... <laughs> yeah. No. Room kick, room you, will, fight. you will never persuade me. Pros, kickers suck. Cons, kickers suck. <laughs> Next. One of my best friends is a kicker. And he hit a 47-yarder our senior year of high school to, nice. win, He's to win the prep bowl. Fucking Sanger. I'm hoping that my son becomes a kicker someday. Yep. Because he's going to be five foot two, 106 pounds. But he's going to have a fucking leg on him. He's got to work on his toughness a little bit. That's fair. Don't yeah. fake it. Yeah. Uncle Kelly, no. Uncle Brendan, no. Make good choices. All right, so another big sticking point last year. You're not going to put on kickers? No, you know, <laughs> We're moving past it. You guys are done. Um, next, a big sticking point we had last year was the first come, first serve waiver system. After the draft, yeah. I know like you guys were driving or something, and oh, I had it was a pain in the ass. And, fuel on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a pain in the ass. So we have had some ideas come to light. Um, so one of the ideas is following our draft, um, teams will use like it'll be a separate draft almost. So following that same draft order, you will pick. So say I have three open roster spots, and I was the thirteenth pick. So thirteen people will pick in front of me. They will take whatever is left, rookie free agents, whatever they want. They will take their guys. Then I will take the 13th guy. And we'll go for as many rounds as it takes to fill out your roster. That was one option. So if you have six open spots, yep. if I have six spots, you have zero, you have zero. You guys don't make any picks. I make six, and we see where everybody fits. So yep. kind of like a second draft after the draft. Yep. That's one option. Another option that was brought up is $100 for off-season only waivers. So we have our rookie free agent draft. After the draft, everybody goes on to waivers. We have a hundred bucks bab. We use it. That's off season only. You can't trade it, just like the in season stuff. It expires, you know, before week one. So you have a hundred bucks to use between the end of the draft and week one. Um, and then another option is a waffle-like blind bid system. Um, so in this league that we're in, basically, a player is nominated, and it's it's by a proxy bid. So let's say again, we have a hundred dollar fab. Let's say I nominate a player for 20 bucks. Kellen bids $3 on him. So I nominate the player for 20 bucks. It shows that I'm bidding $1 on this player. Then Kellen says, okay, I want to bid three. So Kellen bids three. It bumps up the winning bid then to three, but I still control the player. Then Brendan says, okay, I want this player. I'm going to put 11. So Brendan puts 11. It bumps the price of the player up to 11 bucks. I'm still winning the player. And then Kellen's like, oh, I want this guy. I'm going to go after him hard. So Kellen puts 33. So Kellen tops my max bid of 20, and he takes the lead at 21, and now Kellen has his max bid, which he can see but no one else can, of 33, and Brendan and I have to decide, do I want to continue and beat his 21, or do I just want to let this go? Um, so we've got, I think, three really good options here. It's probably yeah. way better than first come, first serve, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of hoping that we can make a move. Does any of these stick out to you, Brendan, as a worthwhile offer? All of those are better. All of, All of those are better than first come, first serve. Okay. Uh, the one favorite? that sticks out is the $100 between... $100 fab? 
just between just like we do in the in season. Uh, that's why I dropped Miles Garrett. I quickly just picked the right, right you're guy. fat so, fingering it, trying yeah. to pick up and, a free and, agent. Uh, the website is like it, there's no like. Do you want to confirm you drop right. this right. player? <laughs> just see you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, I Miles Garrett's not on my team, and he's on Rich's team. <laughs> and I'm pissed because I didn't get him. Yeah, I was trying to study something and pick up whoever the hell I was trying yeah. to study at the same time. So, yeah, I like the $100. I think that's the most fair and less chaotic okay. of, of the two. And I wouldn't even be above, instead of week one, making it like second week in preseason or something. Or well, I, just I, to get I thought it was just after the draft. It's so it would season, be so, right? yeah. So it would be like the draft yeah, ends on a Saturday. So like, all right, Monday at 11 a.m., waiver's going to run, and they're going to run every day at 11 a.m., and it's just like in season. So if you, you know, they run seven days a week. So if uh, Adrian Peterson signs with a team, and he's a free agent, he signs Friday night at 9 p.m. So yeah. that, that Saturday waivers, when everybody's trying to get them, you know, you would bid just like you would in the season. So that's, there's no learning curve. There's no explanation. To me, that, that I agree with you. That makes the most sense yeah. because there's yeah. it's cut and dry. Like you have a hundred dollars to use between the end of the draft and the Sunday before week one. Use it or lose it. No rollover. No bullshit. And then week one, that Monday of week one, we start our hundred dollar in season fab. When does um, when does it kick in though? So if I put a hundred dollars on one guy twenty five minutes after. So after at the, the draft first ends, waiver is it a run. Week later? No, it'd be the first waiver run. So whatever. So we I set. might have to wait two months until I find out if I get the guy. No, 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 no. Oh, it Tuesday, runs every day. Every it day. runs every day. At, let's just say yeah. waivers will run every okay. day at let's say eleven a.m. Let's just say waivers run every single day at eleven a.m. So just like you do in season, if you want a guy, you know, and you want him, you better bid on him because okay. he's gonna when waivers clear at eleven a.m. the next day. No, thing. yep, it ends then. Okay, does that make sense to you? Yep. Yeah. So I, I understand that and I like that, but my counterpoint would be so like if we if we just kept drafting after the draft kind of thing. So again, I'm not against your the the idea we just discussed, but I feel like if we just kept drafting and like um, you know, someone's got like ten open roster spots and they just kept picking players, picking players, like those free agents, like someone's gonna want those people. Yeah. And that's going to make those fourth-round picks actually valuable. Because people are going to start to be like, oh, fuck, I wanted that guy. And after, like, a year, they're going to be like, okay, like, I wanted a flyer on that guy, and I thought I could get him as a free agent. Like, no, you needed to pay up for that fourth-round pick. I think that would be a cool aspect of it. We're like, yeah. like all right, right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you this yeah. third next year for your fourth next year. Because, like, the fourth round is such a crapshoot. Yeah. And I, I think it might actually add value to our fourth-round uh, so when you draft say counterpoint, you you actually meant you just like the idea of the the, the extra draft after the draft because yeah. it would value make the pick value of our initial rookie free agent draft yeah. higher. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I understand exactly. No, what you're like it's just something else to think about. Yeah. No, I'm not. A, I I understand both sides. I think I would like the idea I I brought up more where you just or well that, that you mentioned, but. Yeah, just so, like keep drafting until you fill your your yeah. roster. So, so I think we're on the same page though, all of us. Yeah. That the first come first serve, we have to do something different. Yeah. It's just yes. not working. No nope, fight. I completely agree. did okay. not mean to draw Miles Garrett. No, and I mean just in general, it's it's a clusterfuck. And if yeah. you're not, like Matt, I remember Matt was driving and he was unable to do anything, so it was he was fucked. Yeah. Uh, so last one here, the live rookie draft. So 
we had 10 out of the 14 people at the draft or at the party this year. Um, we discussed, let's get everybody here and let's at least do the first round. What do you guys think about this? Doing a live, just the first round, let's just say, a live rookie draft at whatever, wherever we do the party next year. I think it's hard to commit because I can't speak for all 14 guys. Yeah. They happen to have a wedding yeah. that weekend yeah. or some bullshit. I, was, I, I don't know how it works, but I think we're so close to yeah. making it happen. Yeah. But I could see us being so close every year. Yeah, that's true. So I think if we start early enough, I mean, we're close this year. I think every guy probably could have made it work if they absolutely had to. Right. Corey might have to move some other things around. Yeah, Corey. Maybe Corey. less golf tournaments. Corey. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, but, what do you um, think? No, I, I had an absolute blast at Ryan's. It was freaking awesome to see everybody in person. I don't know if I could commit even to uh, to another weekend there with school starting right, up again right. on Monday. So uh, something to keep in mind down the road, but I don't know if I could even commit. But great idea. That'd be so, so, that'd be so much fun. Even if we don't, though, we have to make the party an annual thing. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was a fucking oh, yeah. blast. That was a oh, blast. Eight guys show up, eight guys show up. But. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Three point bets per days. We got three guys right here. We got exactly. It. We're partying. Well, four. Dave's. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sam's dying. Sam's dead. Yeah. I mean, he's he's breathing. I think, but he's here. So. Oh yeah, he's here somewhere. All right. Well, we got it under two hours. That's Last good. thing I want to bring up is up the money. Oh, the buy-in. Oh up yeah. The buy-in. the buy-in is a joke. I make yeah. zero dollars a year. Come on. <laughs> Still. <laughs> All right. Up the buy-in. Well, oh, thanks, fellas, good. for your time. I appreciate it. Kellen, take us out. I don't remember if this this is what we started with. Happy 4th, boys.